What's up, Video Landers? I'm your host, Brad Hawkins, and with me tonight is... Ryan. Marshall. Jeremy. Welcome to episode number 268. Tonight, we'll be talking about our top 10 films of 2017. But first, quick reminder, you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com or on our Facebook at Adventures in Video Land. We are critics with attitude. So, you know, you're going to hear some uh, some salty language, a little locker room talk. You know how it is. Some dirty talk. Beep. Dirty talk. Beep, beep. Not not really bad like Harvey Weinstein, dirty talk. No, not that bad. Yeah, you know no. what I mean? Our humor goes Hashtag. hard. We go hardcore, but not like Harvey. Not, not like, Hashtag not, not like, like Harvey. Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not like Harvey. Um, so, yeah, we're critics with attitude, so watch your mouth, bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not like Harvey. <laughs> and spoiler alert for 2017. If you haven't watched the movies and you don't want them ruined, pause the episode and come back later. Uh, real quick, some announcements and updates. Operation Weatherproof. Done. Done. We did it. Fucking we done. done. Did it. Our goal was to raise 850 and we with everyone's support, $50, we raised a million dollars. <laughs> I hope you like our new ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you like our floating. We borrowed revolving. the Sistine Chapel. It's here. Yes. <laughs> oh, so fucking gold date though, man. It was it was gonna be summer, and yep. it's what March, early not March. Even March. Well, yeah, we're not, not even, even March. March. Yeah, what the fuck am I smoking? <laughs> here, take this joint. <laughs> <laughs> but that's amazing, right? I mean, this fucking moves so quick. It moves Thank so you, quick. Everybody. I, yes. I, it moves so quick. I didn't even know what yeah. to do. And it's much warmer. Here. <laughs> Much, 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 much more comfortable, yes. yes. So the Pope and I, Richard Pope, renovations by the Pope, will be hanging drywall this Sunday, I think. Um, but his daughter, unfortunately, broke both of her legs skiing. Well, okay. And How does that stop him from I don't playing? understand what the problem is. Well, <laughs> she has, she had surgery on her legs. I blame it on the Winter Olympics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was actually her ACL. She tore her ACL. But Damn. when you say really? you know, yeah. his daughter broke both of her legs, it just makes for better radio. I think. Yeah. That's good, That's good show. Like, oh, That's God. good showmanship. You're the greatest showman. <laughs> You're one of the greatest <laughs> It's like, oh, yeah. my God. But wink, uh, wink. fuck skiing, though. Am I right? Yeah, skiing. Fuck, have you been skiing? You look like a yeah. skier, Marsh. Yeah, see, fuck that. <laughs> you look like a ski boy. I've been boy. skiing. I've been snowboarding. <laughs> have you ever been skiing, Jeremy? Once, but like, I'm not a big exerciser to begin with, and then you add it into the cold, and it's like, yeah. I mean, I guess you teach their own, right? No, fuck skiing. I told him too, but uh, what was he doing? I think he was putting up the attic door. No, 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 no. It was the insulation, mm. and he said, "Yo, I'm go- yo, this weekend. I'm going skiing with my with my daughter." And I'm like, "What the fuck?" Why are you going fucking skiing? There's like three things I don't do, and they all start with S's. Stairs, <laughs> skating, and, and skiing. <laughs> four. There's four things. Four, four, four things. <laughs> I never have sex while skating. <laughs> okay? but, Definitely not while skiing. And trampolines. And trampolines. Fuck trampolines. Right. Yeah, I don't do that. Would you ever put your daughter S- on trampolines? Yeah, Stramp- on trampolines. <laughs> I never fuck with trampolines, man. <laughs> if you're... You know no. how many people died in 2017 on, on a fucking trampoline? Like 14 at least. One too many fucking people. <laughs> Dude, fuck that. Or falling down stairs. You know what? My wife fuck always... Stairs. Fuck stairs. My wife, stairs. My wife will put her shoes and her purse and everything going up the stairs. I don't know how many times my foot has almost yeah. caught the strap. That's just lazy. Sorry, it's April. lazy <laughs> bullshit, man. So, I don't know. But yeah, she tore her ACL, so I think she's going to be okay. She's young. She'll recover. You she'll know, recover. if this was you... Officially, I'll be fucked. I'm bedridden for the rest of my life. I don't heal anymore. We'd be having the same conversation. Why were you skiing? No, Brad didn't ask me what I thought of skiing. It's either it's my ass or I'll ski. Yeah, so once he takes care of that bullshit, the skiing incident, you know, then he's going to come back 
and the Pope and I are going to put up the drywall. Hopefully, it's going to be this weekend. No. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Is that the last stage? Or is there That's a... the last fucking stage. I think myself, you know, everyone's helped out. They've been tremendous. I think I'm going to raise the money for the floor. I think I'm going to do the mm. floor myself. Okay. But um, I, I didn't want to ask for any more money. Everybody did a great job, man. We, like nice. I said, we raised 875. Yeah. Record timing, too. Mm-hmm. So, man, it's gone further than what I thought it would, you know, and faster, too. So, and some other announcements. Uh, we have a great versus coming up for you guys next weekend. Casablanca versus Citizen Kane. Mm-mm. So let me ask you guys, without a rewatch, would you say you're a Citizen Kane guy or a Casablanca kind of guy? That's important. You need to figure that shit out. That's tough. I would have been a Casablanca guy for a long time, but Citizen Kane is pretty amazing. Yeah. I'm going to say, yeah, gun to my head, Citizen Kane. Yeah. Matt's in the studio. What's up, Matt? Hello. Are you a, are you a Citizen Kane kind of guy or a Casablanca kind of guy? Citizen Kane kind of guy. Woo, look at this. Okay. Yeah. Um... I've never seen Casablanca, so Citizen Kane it is, I guess. That's hard. For, for So for the versus structure... Hashtag not like Harvey. Yeah, not like Harvey. <laughs> not hard like Harvey. I think if you're asking me what movie I enjoy more, Citizen Kane, but if I was doing all the Golden Idol winners right, probably Casablanca's going to win. Think so? I yeah. think you think Casablanca will probably take best location, right? The fucking yes. bar. Who doesn't oh, want to be a bar? Yeah, a bar so, so, especially probably. during wartime. Yeah. yeah. Fucking throw that shit back. Uh, so tell your grandparents about that episode. It should be a doozy. <laughs> a real humdinger of sorts. You know, yeah. Casablanca versus Totally clean. <laughs> no salty language yes. in that episode. No. I, I, do I think we should try that? <laughs> All PG-13. Oh, Cousin Wayne. Yes, <laughs> a knee slapper. Transatlantic. Have fun editing that one. <laughs> and I'm trying to get one more versus um, this coming month off the ground. Kickboxer. Versus Bloodsport. You think that's a good matchup? I think it's a great matchup. What do you think, Marsh? Yeah, oh, that'll be a good one. That'll be fun. Yeah. Who do you think will if win no. that? Because they're pretty comparable. I think it's like, they're pretty low, they're, actually. They're but they're pretty comparable. comparable. I get them confused a lot. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've always enjoyed Bloodsport, so I, I, but I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Who knows? Bloodsport has a more violent name, and that's the only reason I would pick it. <laughs> <laughs> that is. That is pretty goddamn uh, violent yeah, blood is. sport. All right, well, fuck that. We won't even do that versus. <laughs> Canceled. Canceled. Blood kicker. <laughs> That's pretty bad. Maybe Wing Wing did a movie called Blood Kicker. Probably, Probably did. It's out there somewhere. Yeah, just uh, killing the Filipino uh, cineplexes. <laughs> blood kicker. Southern. Uh, so keep an eye out for all the future episodes on iTunes and SoundCloud, especially the Wing Wing episode. That's going to be coming up sooner than later. I cannot wait to do that episode. And then we're going to be doing one I am so excited oh, about. Yeah. Hawaiian t-shirts. It's oh, our shit. back to summer episode. Uh, it's going to be Miami Connection and LA Street Fighters. Oh, it's going to be so good. Dude. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. I can't wait. And last announcement. Uh, Jaws is up for Pantheon Consideration. If if you haven't seen it, go fucking watch it. Just don't vote. You it's know? on Netflix. It, yeah. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah, you know, so you have one week to vote, and then Kyle Brown releases the next nomination. He's been given some pretty heavy hints. I think I figured it out. He hasn't told me shit, but I think it might be Children of Men. I think you're probably right because I'm pretty sure I heard him mention that several weeks ago. Yeah, well, someone guys... to think. Someone seemed to think it was Royal Tenenbaum. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I've think known Kyle children. for a long time, and he's told me nothing, but I think it's Children of Men as well. Yeah, I think so. Do you guys think that's a good nomination, if that were the case? I've never seen it. Really? Yeah. I, I saw it a long so time no ago. So no to Pantheon. No. Straight to Pantheon. <laughs> uh, I saw it a long time ago when it came out, and I really enjoyed it, so I mean, it would take a second look, though. It's, it's been a long time. 
that's how I feel. Is does it hold up? I remember really, really liking it when it came out, yeah. but I don't know if in 2018 if it like would have the same yeah. impact or not. I, I hope mm-hmm. that's his nomination. I'd be interested in rewatching it. So, yeah. um, but we don't know. It could be Royal Tenenbaums. It could be um, a number of movies. So, but yeah, yeah don't yep. forget to vote in uh, <laughs> in the too. poll. Don't forget to vote on Jaws. Um, Sunday Sunday night is the last yeah. um, night for Jaws, and then we get the next nomination. So. Let's talk about why we celebrate during the week of the Oscars. Well, it's pretty simple, really. Um, uh, I think we all agree that the end of the year gets pretty loaded. Like, Mm -hmm. a lot of really good movies come out at the end of the year. It's hard to catch them all. It's hard to find them all. Some of them are barely released. There's limited releases. We don't get screeners. Yeah, Yeah. this is Lafayette, Indiana, all right? It's not a fucking art town. And there's (laughs) some movies that aren't even out, like, to rent yet until after the Oscars. Right. there's some you can't even see And so, you know, it's it's really, it's mostly practical. Yeah, and you You and I have been doing this for years. Oh, yeah. We've we've turned the Oscars into uh, our Super Bowl. You know, every year we've been, we've been doing this since before A.V., you know, and we, no. you don't get to do a lot of episodes with us. Yeah. We just live out of town, so we make sure that we do our top ten every year. It's AV tradition, you and I, and then we always right. invite, you know, uh, yeah. some, someone else, Marshall, Jeremy tonight, uh, to participate. And uh, I always get sick of hearing people like critics say, um, you know what, I, I didn't get to see that movie, but if I would have, it would have made my top ten list. And then they make their top ten list on January fucking first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, and I hear that yeah. every single like fucking year. <laughs> just, just wait. So yeah, that's why I, I like yep. doing it because it gives us time to watch those limited releases, and I think our list is better for it. I, I agree, and you get to think about some shit. You have time to watch a movie again. Those second viewings on on things can really have a major impact on how how a movie sits with you. And sometimes oh, you just yeah. need some fucking time. Well, if I saw something in January and then I saw yeah. you know Shape of Water in January of this year, you know I've got to. I, I've got to rewatch to compare, right? Exactly. So. Yeah. Just so, it just gives us that time yeah. that we need. So let's talk about our list. Uh, was it hard to decide the ordering? Anything you want to say about the forming of your ten list, Ryan? Um, I, I had a really difficult time. I just straight up, and the ordering was also really tough, both at the top and the bottom of the list. Um, it, it was, uh, yeah. I, I there's not a whole lot really to say other than you know. The list is, uh, I don't know. The list is not everything that I that I really wanted it to be. Just, <laughs> spoiler alert: I didn't think this was a great year. Um, but um, you know, I uh, well, you just took the piss out of this episode. Yeah, well, let yep. well, wrap it up, <laughs> it up for us. I'll do Marshall. No, I mean, really, it, it was it was tough. It was it was tough, and ordering was very difficult for me. Um. This is the first time I've done this with you guys. It was really difficult for me. I hated this shit. I'm never doing this shit again. Everything sucks. No, actually, to tie back to your last point, I thought this was actually a pretty darn good year for movies. Like, there's some really good stuff, and it made it difficult to narrow it down to this top ten. And then there's movies you forget about, and you're like, oh, shit, that was last year. That was really good. Like, where do I put that? February, yeah, March, like, oh, yeah, shit, yeah. yeah. And you're like, well, shit. Where do I put that? Like, yeah, and and so it was difficult. My top five, I kind of had an idea of, um, but then the rest was really difficult to push some into honorable mentions and keep some. So it was. I've got a lot of honorable mentions for you. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was it was tricky, but I'm pretty pretty happy with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, I there were probably 12 movies that I was like, okay, this is what I'm actually considering for my top 10. And then like you guys said, the ordering was tough. I, number one, I, I figured that out. But then like 
two through five, I was like, man, is this number five? Should this be number two? Like, mm-hmm. it was just like, there's that one thing that bugged me about this uh, movie that pushed it down, or, but this was really great, so it pushed it up. So I had I had a tough time, like, uh, I, I mean, really, probably two through ten could have been in any order if I'd, <laughs> if I'd really... Um, I think felt probably differently. Probably me too. I think my number one I had kind of set, but then the rest, they're probably pretty flexible. <laughs> like they're all good. It's just where do I put them? I don't know. I thought it was a good year. I thought it was a great year for good movies, is what I've been saying. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, my my one through three are pretty interchangeable. You know, top five was pretty easy to make. Um, and honestly, I probably had a good 15, 16 movies that I had to really think about. Like, what's my ten? Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, so I thought there was a lot of good movies. Um, about my list, um, I'm going to try to limit my bitching. All right. I, I'm a very opinionated person. <laughs> um, I'm going to try to focus on, on, on praising 2017. And I do have a lot of problems with some of my like seven, eight, nine, you know, just a few, few issues. I'm going to just try to concentrate on, on the things that I liked though. So that was a big thing for me. No ties either. I would not accept a tie. Um, and fun factored heavily into how I made my list. You know, there are movies that are better technically that aren't in my top five. You know, the quality is probably higher or with a deeper message. But this is my 10. These are the movies that I had fun with this year. This is my top 10. Exactly. I was just going to say, this is more yeah. like, this is my personal top 10. These are the films that I enjoyed I a lot. With. That I Movies that I connected with. Exactly. Yeah. So and, it, yeah, yeah, there's probably some that are like technically better or yeah, blah, I can't blah, believe bullshit. you have that movie at your number eight. Exactly. At your number three. What the fuck's wrong? Exactly. It's movies that I connected with that I had fun with. Absolutely. Um, any regrets? Things that you didn't get to see? Yeah, I've got actually quite a few. When I really sat down and thought about it, there's a damn decent amount. So my my biggest regrets uh, that I missed were probably Shape of Water, um, A Ghost Story, um, Wind River, and... Uh, actually, there's this movie called Menashe or something like that. About I think it's called Menage Trois. Menashe Trois, I believe it was. <laughs> you can find that one on Pornhub. About uh, it's about it's, I forgot it's about this uh, like um, Orthodox Jewish father, and uh, he's just got I don't know. It's just about a dad and his kid. He's trying to like get his kid back, but it's all set in. Uh, in sexual times sexual times in, in you know <laughs> in pakistan brooklyn or some shit but anyway it actually i, for, I com- completely forgot all about it until i was looking through the movies and i was like shit i wanted to see that this year and so sounds pretentious you didn't miss anything it, yeah. it does it probably is pretentious but um other than that uh you know i missed lady bird okja whatever that netflix one was called oh, that, was, the that beast. was stupid okay <laughs> brings me bear logan lucky i want to see logan lucky yeah, i yeah. missed that one Did you oh. see someone in the pool it was his favorite movie yeah and he he called it uh lucky, lucky logan lucky logan <laughs> <laughs> um phantom thread i'm only look it's fucking pt anderson it's like i gotta i gotta look daniel gas is air quotes shit. last movie yeah oh, fuck whatever <laughs> um and super dark times which mm. i was turned on to and just you know, recently, but didn't didn't get to see. So those are kind of the big ones that I missed. So that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I've got like, yeah, a dozen of these too. Um, some of the big ones, like I didn't see the post, which I've heard mixed things about. Uh, Lady Bird, I didn't get a chance to see that. A Ghost Story is on mine. I Tanya, although again, it, there's some people that love that, some people that didn't care for it, but it was one that was. On my radar, uh, "Killing of a Sacred Deer." That's another one that seemed to I heard get that a lot of good reviews. Stupid. See, I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say probably some people I have did. to get into a positive mood. <laughs> right. But there seemed to be a lot of good reviews of that, so I 
I want to see it. Darkest Hour. Um, I don't even know if I ever saw that that came out to a theater near me. Yeah. So I don't even know how I would have seen that one. Bigsby Bear. Uh, Jumanji. That seemed to get a lot of praise and seemed like a lot of fun. But I never got around to that one. Um, and a couple smaller ones. The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Seemed like a pretty interesting one. Brawl and Cell Block 99. I think you said you enjoyed that one pretty yeah, well. Yeah, I like, yeah. Um, the Survivalist. I don't know. I was watching a top 10 underrated films this year and that seemed like a pretty interesting film and then super dark times like you mm -hmm. said uh i think brian Steele saw that mm -hmm. i mentioned that recently that it was pretty darn good so did you guys ca catch up on a lot of things these last couple weeks oh yeah. yeah 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 i caught up on a lot of things i mean most of mine were mentioned mm -hmm. already i think uh finding christopher robin was one that was like supposed to be like that that mary Poppins movie with Tom Hanks only for oh. the Winnie the Pooh story. Mm -hmm. um, and I thought, well, that looks interesting. And then I never heard anybody who saw it, and I never saw it. Yeah, so. that's weird. Yeah. Um, that one yeah. disappeared. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I wanted to see that one too. I remember the trailer for that. Yeah, I saw the trailer, and I was like, well, that seems like a feel Did that come movie. out? I, I think so, but I don't know. Who knows? I don't, I don't know anybody that's seen it. I don't know. <laughs> it was released, I can say that. Wow. Um, that but, seems like an Oscar bait, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. It does, yeah. Jesus. And I never... Uh, who was in it though? Like, who was the main lead? Was it? Um... It's Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh was in it. Was it no, guy? somebody big was in it. I no, couldn't it was... even tell you. But uh... was it uh, Cumberbatch? No, Domino Gleason. Oh, Domino Ah, he's not a big name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it doesn't surprise me. He's then. in that Peter Rabbit movie too, isn't he? Yeah, everybody's yeah. in that. Everybody's <laughs> in that one. Oh, that's funny. So, any other regrets for you then? Uh, Mother, I wanted to see okay. that, never got around to seeing that, uh, just because it was kind of, um, you know, it, it was a film that people either loved or hated. And oh, so, yeah. Those uh, are always good to watch. Yeah. Yeah, for me, um, Regrets, Darkest Hour, um, I, Tanya, Phantom Thread, Lady Bird, Darkest, uh, what was that, Scary Times? Super, Super Dark, dark times. times. Super Dark, Scary Fucking Times. I didn't yeah. get to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get to watch that. Um but I pretty much watched everything I wanted to, and uh, based off a of general consensus and just impressions from the trailers for like I Tanya, Darkest mm -hmm. Hour, I would almost bet that they wouldn't make my top ten. You know, um, some of it just seemed like award bait. You know, we've yeah. we've been around long enough. You can yeah. you can kind of yeah. sniff out the well, award. Well, that bait. was like that for me for Phantom Thread. Like I do like some of P.T. Anderson's other stuff, but that one just from the trailer didn't really interest me at all so I, exactly. like, I don't think yeah. that's going to get anywhere near yeah. my top 10 i'll watch it at some point and, but i'm not going to rush to get that one and i might regret not putting last jedi on my top 10 spoilers for my top 10 <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh you know it's like i don't i don't even know how to to i don't even know what to do with this because star wars is is it's my favorite thing on this fucking planet mm -hmm. you know it's a ritual you know um <laughs> and it's it's this interesting place this pivotal place right now star wars is where mm -hmm. you know right now i don't like all the answers they gave me but if this movie is nothing but a big red herring, and the third one gives me a lot of answers, I can go back to this. And I don't have to wait for two years. That's gonna be a fun movie, especially when I'm watching it with new people, and then they're expecting answers and they don't get it, and you're and they're gonna be bitching. You're like, oh, wait until I pop in the next one. Mm -hmm. You know, this movie could be a fun red herring. But as of right now, I'm still wrestling with Last Jedi, and yep. so I didn't I I didn't feel it would be fair just to throw it on there because I'm a huge Star Wars fan. There's definitely things I liked. There's things I didn't like. But um, you ask me right now, and I don't know how I feel, so I left Last Jedi off. Um, so let's get into our top ten. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about before you want to talk about Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein some more and his <laughs> sex? Or 
No? Okay. Well, you know, I, we're, <laughs> well, I guess we're talking about yeah. more sex. Yeah, I, I did kind of want to talk about sex with Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> if, if Hashtag I, hot if for I Harvey. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm good. I'm good. Right. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm, I'm as ready Are as you I'm ready be. for the top ten. Top ten, baby. Top right ten, here. baby. Top ten. Let's do this. F- top ten. You. All right. Your number ten of 2017 is Baby Driver, and I know everybody fucking hates this movie because of Kevin Spacey. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, <laughs> I and I, I can understand. I can understand a lot of the criticisms of it. It doesn't hold water. When you think about a lot of it logically, yeah. especially in that third act, that third act goes pretty fucking nuts. Um, but I don't know what to say. The parts, the the it connected with me the way it's supposed to. It's high octane, quick, you know, clever cuts. It's um, it's just fucking. I don't know. It's just fucking fun to me. I I like the style. I liked I liked what we did. There's so many little things that I feel like, like the, that whole scene where he's walking and the lyrics for the song are showing up in the environment. I'm just like, that's the fucking, that's the stupid shit that I would probably try and do if I was going to make a movie or a short or something like that. I just, I don't know. I liked it. I had a good time. I fucking had a good time. I don't know what to tell you. So, <laughs> fuck off. I know everybody hates it, but fuck yeah. it. I love it. it I thought it was good. I, 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 I didn't <laughs> did it really? I didn't think I it was did, good. I, did, I didn't care for it at all. I know you didn't like it. Like but no, right. I, I did. I, I liked it. It's my number 10. They should have put Christopher Plummer in that role instead. <laughs> <laughs> My 10 is going to bore the shit out of you, but I don't care. It's a, it was a documentary that's nominated. It was called Abacus, Small Enough to Fail. Uh, I just watched that just the other day, but it was really impressive. Um, it's, a, it's a story that will make you shake your head the whole fucking time. Um, I don't know you want me to tell you. Yeah, yeah. About, it's about this, like during the whole financial crisis. So like watch the big short first. Um, I think because that's all about the financial crisis, like 2008, all these banks and all their mortgage loans and all the bullshit that they did. And then there's this little Chinese bank in Chinatown in New York City, and they had some kind of like rogue employees that were doing similar stuff like, uh, you know, f- fake loans and shit like that. And then the the DA, whatever, they came down hard on them. So, like, in the whole grand scheme of things, they're the only bank in the entire U.S. that was indicted in that whole mortgage oh, wow. is this little huh. Chinese bank in Chinatown. Wow. So it's them fighting this uh, battle for five years, cost them $10 million to defend themselves. Damn. And so it's just, it's and it, but it's, it's a really, it's paced really well. It's It's got uh, interesting characters, if you will. You know, like, the family is really interesting to watch. And, uh... I think it's definitely worth checking out if you like mm-hmm. documentaries. It's, it's but again, it's one of those where you just shake your head the whole time, like how the fuck does this shit happen? Yeah. <laughs> so that's my number ten. All right, that's cool, Jeremy. Your number ten. My number ten was split. Um, you know, really, uh, again, surprised me. I I've really liked some of him Night Shyamalan stuff, and I've really hated some of the rest of it. What what he can do well is like create one great character and make a world that supports that as opposed to trying to tell too much of a story. And that's what Split did, is it had a great character and the world supported it. And, you know, the the end, tying it into to a, an M. Night Shyamalan universe, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Franchise. Um, had a lot of fun with it, was surprised by it. Uh, so that was my number 10. Right on. Uh, my number 10 is my favorite Western of 2017. 
and I'm going Logan. I mean, it's inspired or influenced by Shane. It's shot like a Western. Um, Logan even plays like an old, broken-down, drunk hero type that reminds you of Clint Eastwood, an old Clint Eastwood film, um, like Unforgiven. Um, Jackman is great. Um, he's so good it actually pisses me off that um, Jeff Bridges um, was nominated for Best Supporting Actor last year for Hell or High Water, and I think mm. Hugh Jackman's doing the exact same fucking thing here, and I think that he should have been nominated for Best Actor. Uh, Hugh Jackman kills it. Patrick Stewart is the best he's ever been. Um, Daphne Keene is a household name, at least in my household now. Um, she plays X-23. I want more of her. She's fucking awesome in this movie. Sign her up. You know, Sign sign her a, a long-ass contract. Um, I've never been a big X-Men fan or um, some of the Wolverine movies, so that's probably why it's around my number 10, uh, but this is definitely my favorite film in the franchise, um, even though it's an alternate take on the X-Men um, films, but um, if I never get to see Hugh Jackman as Wolverine again, you know, I think this was a great send-off to him, and that ending, man, that X-Tombstone, you know, I might not be the biggest X-Men fan, but that puts a lump just in the back of your throat, mm. so I thought Logan was really well done, and at $100 million, you know, coming in, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's pretty much an independent film for superhero movies, as su mm -hmm. as superhero mm -hmm. films go. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and I thought they did a great job. It was gritty. It was fun. Um, and I think rated R, they took some chances with that. Ultimately, I think it paid off. So Logan's my number ten. Nice. Number nine. Number nine. Um, War for the Planet of the Apes. Really? For me. Nice. Um, it's uh, look, it's it's not the uh, trilogy ender that I hoped it would be. It's a little anticlimactic. Uh, all together, I think, when it's all said and done. If this is the end, I don't know. But either way, um, I've I've loved these apes characters. They carry everything from the first movie. I, I liked the first movie, but it was only the apes and their, all of them together that I loved about it. And love the second one because of that same thing. And this third one, I mean, I get to spend more time with these characters that I, that I really care about. I love the first two acts um, a lot. And the music is a standout to me. I think the music in Apes was um, really just above above the standards um, in every aspect, and it's fucking gorgeous to look at. Yeah, so it's gorgeous. It's, um, yeah, it was it was a good time. It was a good time in the movies. I, I, I enjoyed it. It's, again, not everything I wanted it to be, but I'm pretty satisfied with how it wrapped up, more or less. So, um, again, I enjoyed my time. That's it. Nice. My number nine... Uh, was Mother. Oh, um, nice. oh. That one surprised me. I think well, it was surprised a lot of people. Uh, either, <laughs> Good like, like you said, you either loved it or hated it. And I just, uh, we did our podcast about that, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. we. It was one of those ones where like, I thought maybe I kind of knew a little bit about what it was going to be, but I wasn't sure. And then we saw it, and it was just so different. And. Um, so powerful and that yeah that third act of that movie is just insane and i don't know i left the theater like wow that was it's almost falls into some of these other ones where, like it was an experience more than it was uh just a, a viewing pleasure you know so um yeah that i think it's definitely the most ambitious film of yeah 2017 it just fell off my list and yeah. recently it, and it just was fell close off. on mine but i was like you know i gotta give it a little bit yeah. of love here i think um, everybody needs to see it just i wanted ryan to see yeah. it just for that yeah. third act that third act is so fucking awesome it's, it's just such a bold creative way to tell a story yeah um i'm glad you gave it some love yeah it uh it's pretty awesome so number nine yeah my number nine what was akja um 
And there's a couple reasons why. One, I didn't know that I needed like an adult uh, Pete's dragon, which is essentially <laughs> what it is. It, uh, instead, although instead of a, a dragon, it's a super pig, right? Um, <laughs> but also. I would like to see with these streaming services more of this. You know, we always hear about these films at Cannes or, or at these film festivals, and then maybe they get picked up by a studio, and then maybe it makes it to Lafayette so that I can see it. So I'd like to see more stuff like that on Netflix. I liked that they they picked it up and that it was available, and and I enjoyed it, and um, and so that's why I made my number nine. Did I say it was shitty earlier? Yeah, you yes, did. You did. <laughs> <laughs> did you watch it? That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. No, good, good pick, good pick. <laughs> uh, my, uh, my, hey, I know you're gonna give me some shit later when we get to top five. So, <laughs> my number nine is uh, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, which is the longest fucking title on my list. Um, <laughs> but you won't find any other Oscar uh, best picture nominees on my list. Uh, this is my front runner and the only movie that I think deserves best picture um, that I've seen anyway out of the nominees. Um, but it stars Frances McDormand um, as a mother who rents three billboards to call attention to her daughter's unsolved murder. And for me, this was this really hit home, especially with the uh, the Delphi murders, you know, that happened. Was that last year? Just, yeah, just over a year. Ago, and we still haven't caught the killer. And as a mother or father, how do you deal with that? How do you process that pain mm-hmm. um, when you haven't captured the killer? Um, so it really uh, it really hit home with me. And then um, I love the cast: Sam Rockwell, Peter Dinklage. Uh, Woody Harrelson. I love the black comedy mixed with the drama. Um, those unexpected moments, I think, are really awesome. Uh, it's probably my favorite screenplay of 2017. Um, I, I just like the tone of it and how characters interact. I can't say that it's completely believable all the time, um, but I like the the mean spirited. It felt like a, a Coen's Brothers film in, in, mm-hmm. in certain aspects. Um, it's funny. It's violent. It can be moving at times. Um, but it's my front runner for best picture. I hope it takes home the gold. It's my number nine. Right. takes us to number eight uh my number eight was split um it was a kind of welcome return to form for Shyamalan. Uh, i i really like what you said you're very right where he has a small you know just a single character and just focuses on that and building things around it that's that's a really good way of saying it um and obviously james mcavoy just just knocked yeah. it out of the fucking park. I it's mean, a, it's a damn shame he didn't get nominated. Damn, yeah, that surprises yeah, yeah. me. Seriously, it really does surprise me. I mean, that was his performance was one of my favorites of the mm-hmm. year. Um, and you know, there was some some genuine uh, tension. It was nice and creepy, and to again to see that it connects to this, you know, these other movies or the, you know to uh, whatever the fuck was it called? Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like that's. That's just a. I love that little cherry on top at mm-hmm. the end. It's like yeah. that's fun to think about. Yeah. But luckily, you know, I got a real good quality thriller in front of it. Yeah. Um. So and that was someone no one was expecting. No. That little yeah. unbreakable yeah. tie. At the you end. know what? That it's came out of nowhere. it's fun too that you know you come out of the theater and you're on you're on that high because of that ending. Uh, but every year in our household, we do a uh, everyone picks a Halloween movie around Halloween mm-hmm. time, and this was months after it was in the theater. And April, um, her pick was you know split. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be interesting. I wasn't expecting to watch it around Halloween and, you know, see how it goes for a second viewing. And we watched it, and I was just as engrossed the second time as mm-hmm. I was the first mm-hmm. time. It really held up on the second viewing. I was, yeah, it's a really, really great movie. Yeah. Would you have expected that to show up on your top top no. ten? No, 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 no. If you just Shyamalan's told me M. Night Shyamalan's movie would be on my top ten, I'd do nah. Yeah. Well, after oh, the happening, I thought I'd never watch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's my number one worst movie I of all still time. Can't, <laughs> is, is the happening, is it? Is that a fart? Nothing like, happened. But I mean, is he, yeah. did he know? 
that it was as bad as it was? Like, is I it think a, he I started writing it and then perfect. fell asleep on the keyboard, and then they, <laughs> they just printed it anyway. Oh, Jesus. Damn. But anyway, yeah, Split. Split's great. <laughs> they just missed my top ten. Split was one of those tough ones where I was like, I don't know where to put it. It's like right yeah. there because I was so impressed. With it. And it, but it was at the beginning well, of the, the year, so I hadn't gotten back about, to you it. Put the, you put the Chinese bank shit? Yeah, that's fuck you. You need to watch some documentaries once in a while. You need to learn some shit about the real world. Living in your Marvel universe. Uh, my, I'm just fucking with you. Speaking of which, my number eight is Logan, a comic book movie. Uh, overrated. Overrated. Um, for all the things you said, it was... I was impressed with it. Okay, so I wasn't... I'm not a big, big comic fan, but I did grow up loving Wolverine. And I just remember... And I haven't watched a lot of the X-Men movies or the Wolverine standalones because they just didn't seem that entertaining to me. They didn't seem like they really... I don't know if it's true or not, but they didn't seem like they captured his essence. And this one, that was the Wolverine that I knew when I grew up. Like, I just... I had images in my head when I was a kid reading them and he's, like, stabbing guys through bars with his claws. Like, he's, you know, an old grizzled kind of guy. And that's what you got in this one was, like, an old beat-up, mad... They they use that R rating well, you know. Um, Deadpool did it and was successful, but that was more comedy and mm. and fun. And this one said, no, we're just we're gonna keep it character driven and that and we're gonna use that uh, that rating to, to capture his essence as just being a, a violent, angry guy. Yeah. And, and it worked so well. And like you said, Patrick Stewart was fantastic. The uh, How was amazing, man. I, yeah. They should have nominated. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm glad he got nominated for what at least one or two things like screenplay. Um, Do you like so uh, got, Daphne Keen? Oh, she was amazing. So amazing. yeah, she was fantastic. So yeah, that that I felt had to go somewhere in my top ten, and it, and it fell at number eight. Yeah, I so. remember it was like who 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 could replace. Um, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, right? Mm-hmm. And then this little girl comes along, yeah. and if, if yeah. that's what you're gonna do, sure. I think that's a pretty good fucking option. Mm-hmm. You know, never saw that coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, my number eight was Logan as well. Oh, wow. um, nice. For a lot of the reasons we talked about, I agree with you that if they're gonna keep going a Wolverine route, don't recast Wolverine. Just like let's talk, let's talk X twenty three story, yeah, yeah. right? Seriously. Um, but uh, you know, I know this is number one on the Facebook poll. Why it's number eight for me is I don't think. I don't think this movie works without the other X-Men movies we've had, without Hugh Jackman, without Patrick Stewart. Mm-hmm. Even though it's a standalone movie by yeah. itself, I don't think if I just got this movie and some random guy was Wolverine and some random guy was Professor X, and they even if they looked fine, that it would even register yeah. for me. It, it was because it was the end of this... You know this journey that we started with X Men One, with you know like Anna ago. Paquin and and Hugh Jackman, a much less buff Hugh Jackman twenty years ago. Yeah. You know, um, so great movie, great ending to to his time as Wolverine. Um, but let's let it be the end for him and let's move on. See, and, I, this I, here's what I say about that. I say let this be his final movie on a timeline. But if you want to bring him back for a cameo, especially with MCU right now, man, even if it's not even as, as a central character, but a flashback where he gets sucked into this story and then he's able to go back home to the, his his ending, mm-hmm. you know, in in, uh, in Logan, I'd be cool with. It just sucks so bad now that we have the rights back and you know, or they're working on all the details there. It would be ah, fun to sucks. see him in it just... A little, any type of little cameo. Him and Tony Stark, I mean, and Robert Downey Jr. and Chris, uh, come on, man. It just sucks. It's, See, I don't even need that. I think it would be funny if he was just, like, at the bar, like Deadpool's bar that he goes to, just sitting there having a drink. <laughs> yeah. And, like, he's not big into it. But just, just tie him in a little bit would be yeah. fun. 
Yeah, my number eight uh, came out of nowhere, though, and uh, just watched it two days ago, and it actually just bumped, by, by inserting it at eight, it knocked Mother off at ten, okay? And I'm going the Florida Project, man. This movie was was amazing. Um, I'm really, I was so uh, pleasantly surprised when like I woke up and you texted me that you really liked it. I was like, because yeah. we were talking about the night before, and you're like, am I going to like it or not? I'm like... I this, don't know. This movie, I knew. I, I fucking knew if I didn't put it on my top ten list, it would end up haunting me. But it's directed by Sean Baker. Um, he does he does so much with so little. He gives you a peek behind the, the curtain to the dark parts of America. Um, last year, he made Tangerine, you know, a film about uh, transgender sex workers in L.A., all shot on a smartphone, very creative. Um, and that just fell off my list last year, just barely. And uh, this one, uh, the Florida Project, takes us to a budget motel in Florida. So, you know, he went uh, west coast to east coast. And uh, it's in this budget motel in Florida called the Magic Castle where a little girl lives with her unstable mother. And I think this, you and I talked about this movie for about 30 minutes yesterday mm -hmm. and, and how much that, just how creative it is and, and how just entertaining and, and, and i was worried that it would be too independent and yeah. I, I like independent films mm -hmm. but sometimes you're like that's i know what this movie's gonna be and it, it took it made all the right decisions i think yeah. you know for what this movie what this movie needed to be um but it's the kind of movie that just encourages you to just pick up a camera and just go fucking make something mm -hmm. you know um he did that with uh, tangerine and he, and he did it this time around too and the location in this movie is perfect mm -hmm. it's probably my mm -hmm. favorite location um, in cinema this year, and um, I'm surprised it's never been done. It's authentic. You have these characters living in poverty, while Walt Disney and and mm -hmm. these gift shops just shadow over their existence. And I was just in Florida just a few years ago, and I was a part of that that machine where I'm going into the gift shops, I'm going to Disney, and I never thought about the people that inhabited that area, um, the, the just the Florida projects right on the outside of Orlando. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm a sucker for kids going on adventures. Um, these kids have fun. It doesn't matter what they're doing, whether they're in a field of weeds or an abandoned house, or you, you just get this sense of wonder that they're having a fucking fun time um, with their friends, even mm -hmm. though they're living in a chaotic world. You know, uh, the performances are wonderful. Willem Dafoe, Brooklyn Prince is the little girl. Mm -hmm. yeah. Killed it. Yeah, I thought she her. was amazing. Yeah. yeah, watch out for her. Her mother, I don't have her name in front of me, but I thought she was great. Yeah, I need to look that up because I feel like she's familiar, but I can't Bria something and from what i can tell she hasn't been anything else. really she, yeah. just, she just looked very familiar. very charming um moving film it's it's my number eight so i thought that was awesome number seven number seven number seven um blade runner 2049 nice. um yeah first of all I'll number seven Number seven. What the hell, Ryan? Well, you've been introducing them the whole time <laughs> and then you just left me to it <laughs> uh, no uh first of all obviously it's gorgeous it's like it's it's an amazing visual accomplishment deacons um, for the win yeah <laughs> yeah um but it's it i talked with you about this it's it's kind of bizarre it's uh it's such a slow movie it's such a long movie it's a movie that's just about kind of experiencing the world and you go slowly through this journey and it's almost a movie that i respect more than i enjoy quote unquote there's not a lot of fun to be had with Blade Runner, but to be honest, there's not a lot of fun to have with the original Blade Runner yeah. either. Uh, I guess that I, I said it's a, uh, it's a, it's like the original in that way. Um, but I love what they did as a sequel. Yeah. I love that it, it does feel organic. It feels like it, it just works. It flows in with the timeline and everything else, but it's its own beast. 
It's its own thing. It doesn't, there's, there's like throwbacks, but there's, there's feels like there's not a lot of like fan service or really we have to connect this. It just, it all seems to work really well. So I really respect that they were able to really push their own um, vision through while being completely respectful to the original. I think Mm -hmm. they go really well hand in hand. Um, it's pretty rare. It's yeah. very, very rare. Yeah, it's like, very, oh, I love the original. It's going to be true, and then it's a t- you know, piece of in, shit. Yeah. In the end, I think the original's still better. But um, yeah, I think I agree with that. I agree. You with know, that. but uh, but yeah, this was pleasantly surprising. It's not every day you see a a sequel to a true big classic. Yeah, especially a, 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 a true sequel. A true sequel yeah. to a true genre classic. And you're not like fuck this movie. Yeah, <laughs> right. So true. And mm-hmm. and in the end, actually, really come out like not just it's not bad or it's good. It's actually really good. Yeah. It's just yeah. not. It's a it's movie not that Crystal Skull, but it's like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. thankfully it is not. So Crystal in the Skull. end, it's like when will I watch Blade Runner twenty forty nine again? I don't know, but um, it's still it's stuck with me. Yeah. Um. So that's it. Nice. Number seven. Number seven. Number seven. For my number seven was War for the Planet of the Apes. Um, that was a big uh, anticipated movie for me because I I love the first two. The second one is phenomenal. I fucking uh, I still think the second one's probably the best one in the trilogy. Um, but yeah, it, like a lot of things you said, it's just I love those characters. Again, I think it's a travesty that Andy Serkis wasn't nominated. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. If nothing for like just his career playing that character, you know. Yeah. Um, everything he brought to the table in that but yeah, it's a gorgeous movie um the third act does have some issues we talked about that in our podcast for that but overall i still had a great time with it it's still it was just a lot of fun um i don't know i i from the first one i got wrapped up into that that, mm-hmm. that series and uh we'll see where they go from here because um, it could be a nice little end or you know we'll see if yeah. they move yeah. on from that I'm or not surprised but, that didn't make top 10 box office um. Yeah. No, I don't think it did. Yeah. Even that's kind of surprising. Worldwide, I yeah, I don't think it, yeah. it was probably pretty close. It might yeah. have been pretty close, but um. Yeah, I just I don't know. I just I love that world. They did a great job creating that world, and um. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with that. It, it lived up to my expectations for the most part. So yeah, yeah, number seven for me. Uh, my number seven is probably not going to be on anybody else's list, but uh, I gave try it- me. I gave it to the Kung Fu MacGyver himself, Jackie Chan, for oh, The Foreigner. Oh, nice. Um, interesting. That was another one I regret, I guess. Yep. I, I, yeah, yeah, I didn't I some good things about it. I didn't get to see it. I just saw it recently. It was one of those that I caught up with. Um, really liked it. You know, if you haven't seen it, uh, Jackie Chan's not the funny guy in this. He actually has to, to, to do some drama in it. Um, it's pretty timely, you know, a terrorist attack happens and his, his daughter just happens to be like one of the, you know, the innocent bystanders in it. And I feel like unlike Taken or something like that, this was more realistic in that he keeps trying to do it the right way. He goes to the government, he talks to the police and he's like, you know, what the fuck's going on? What are you doing? And when he finally gets fed up with it, um, Turns out, you know, he has some some army training in his ba- background, and he takes it into his own hands. But, uh, um, you know, I I'm always I've always been a Jackie Chan fan. I love that he uses you know his surroundings to uh, it just makes it more realistic. Like if if you were in a fight with somebody, you would pick up the chair and hit somebody with it, right? You're not gonna like yeah. do a flying roundhouse kick or whatever. <laughs> good action. Then. Um, yeah, good action. Um, 
emotional story. So um, directed by Martin Campbell, who directed Goldeneye and then directed Casino Royale. So yeah, Pierce Brosnan is yeah. uh, the uh, anti-hero. Maybe he's not really the villain in it, but he's really great in it as well. So um, you know, I really liked it. I th- thought it was timely. You know, there's some terrorist stuff. There's some government distrust, uh, and and then you have a, a revenge story tied in there. So. Yeah, I wish I would have watched that one. Uh, my number seven is Coco. Um, I've only watched it once, and after a second viewing, it could potentially probably have made my top five. You know, I really want to watch it a second time, but as it sits, um, it's my number seven. The visuals, man, in Coco mm-hmm. are stunning. Um, I love how culture is presented in Coco, how Pixar embodies Mexican heritage. Um, these are the stories that I hope the, the studio concentrates on in the future. No more sequels. I mean, I know we're getting a Toy Story and and so on, but um, you know, no more good dinosaur bullshit. <laughs> you Gosh. know, let, let's concentrate on these kinds of stories about heritage and, uh, you know, about culture. And I, I love the questions that are asked about family, about life and death. I, I love the music. I think uh, you and I discussed, Ryan, that Remember Me is a little bit overused. You know, in the movie, but it's still a wonderful song. It's mm-hmm. still a wonderful song. Uh, the voice talent is great. Everything is is here to make this an instant Pixar classic. So, um, Coco is my number seven. All right, takes us to number six. Yep, and um, my number six. Th- these these next couple ones they start getting interchangeable also, um, but uh, number six uh, is Guardians two, which, uh, you know, in the end there's. It's, it was an interesting thing. It felt like almost an extended one shot to me. Like it's, it, it almost seemed like it kind of forced its stakes. Like there wasn't enough there. So we had to kind of build it up. You know, it's like, Oh, we got the dad thing. And that's an interesting side story. It's an interesting story on its own, but oh, we got to make a big celestial that can, you know, destroy the world or yeah. whatnot. Uh, so, I definitely think it has its problems. I think that the written, the jokes as written, uh, this are not that great. They don't always hit, but in the end, what I love about guardians two is again, the time we spend with these characters watching their growth and their interactions with each other, them coming together kind of as a family. Um, and again, they're just, I can't help it. These characters are just so much fun to be with that. The time I spend with them, is just makes me smile you know it's just it it's such a visceral thing where it's just how i feel when i watch it i could probably endlessly bitch about this movie if i really thought about it but i i just can't I wouldn't have to think about it i know you know. <laughs> <laughs> and fuck i just and kurt russell i loved i loved yeah. Yeah. i love I, I love the addition of mantis and mantis mm-hmm. mantis is awesome dude i love mantis and um, it has one of my favorite scenes in the MCU. Mm-hmm. It didn't make my list, but um, it has one of my favorite scenes. That's Yondu's death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, again, there was really a, done well. a surprising amount of heart. I mean, uh, a really surprising amount of just emotion in the movie yeah. with all the characters and everything else. Like, yeah, I like a couple of things that they set up, but it, basically, it's a story that's very, really thin on plot. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of padding mm-hmm. in this movie plot wise, but I don't know. The characters, the characters really pick it up and lifted the whole thing up for me and uh yeah i just i had a really good time they did grow a lot more in this film as yeah the character individuals and as a unit exactly you saw a lot more growth from so when we the first one. come out the other end <clears throat> i feel like we really do have a fully formed yeah. so, solid group that mm-hmm. know each other that have that have grown and, yeah. and are 
um, still interesting to follow mm-hmm. because of how they they change. So. Yeah, I watched that with you this year in Philly. Mm-hmm. We did that mm-hmm. podcast from your living room in yeah. Philly. The morning, yeah, the morning after watching it, yeah, yeah. that was good. Yeah. Um, six, number six. Uh, this one came out of nowhere for me. This one was one that you, Brad, watched and recommended, and that's Wind River. Um, nice. Yeah, it kind of caught me by surprise. It, I don't know if it was the just the box cover or something. It just looked like kind of one of those ones you're like, yeah, eh, it's a kind Walmart of a throwaway, like Jeremy Renner. Eh, okay. And then you give it a shot and you're like, wow, this is really well made. Tight little thriller. A tight thriller. And and I had issues with uh, Elizabeth Olsen, like her character at the beginning. I thought she was a bit much, but then she grows as a character yeah. and it works out in the end. Um but yeah, man, it was, it's just a, it's a very tight little story. Um, which is rare. A tight which thriller is very is rare. rare. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't try to get too big. It doesn't try to do too much. Um, and I feel like it kind of, it reminded me, and we've talked about this in the past, it reminded me a little bit about like the thing where like I, I, I felt the cold. Like I felt like you're in this harsh environment yeah. with them and this is just, this is where they live. This is where they exist. And they go about their daily life, and then this thing happens. This this girl's murdered, and they're trying to figure out what how it happened. And you got this FBI person coming, and she doesn't really know what she's doing. She doesn't really fit. And uh, I, I was really impressed by and it. And it's so satisfying when Jeremy Renner does his thing at the end. Yeah, I know we got spoilers. I won't spoil it in case yeah. people are watching it. Um, but when he when he does his thing at the end, yeah, you know, you're like, yeah, yeah, um, because you know you don't. He only gives you so much of his character. Yeah. You know, there's there's still a lot kept uh, uh, in the back. So yeah. I'm, that's another one I'm glad you gave some love to because it yeah. just fell off mine too. It would have been, uh, I think, Mother and mm-hmm. um, you know, Wild River would have or Wind, Wind River, River. Wind River would have been uh, ten, 11, or eleven and twelve. Yeah, and you know? and and I had a similar thing. It's like, well, where do I put this yeah. on here? Because I, I want to give it a little love because I, I really enjoyed it and really caught me by surprise. Um, so yeah, so did you get to watch it. that, Ryan? No, that was yeah. one of my regrets. Yeah, uh, did you get to watch that? No, go check it out, people. Yeah, check it out. Really, yeah. good. really good film. That's my number six. All right, my number six was Get Out. Um, really good film. I know a lot of people have it like at number one. Again, for me, it wasn't that good. It was definitely top ten. Um, I I think he did a great job. You know, putting it in there. This this. Uh, really how white people see black people in America, right? I mean, that's very ingrained in the story, but at no point do you feel like you're being preached to or, like, told this is how it is. It's just part of the world. Uh, you know, he, he reflected the real world, it, even though some of the story is ridiculous. For me, what what keeps it down at six and, and not contending for number one is, is uh, you know, it does get a little ridiculous in the third act. And even though it's Allison Williams' best performance ever, she's still a shit actress, and, and <laughs> couldn't get past that. That's his um, girlfriend, right? Yeah, that, yeah, she has too big of a role to <laughs> yeah. to to do it. Uh, you know, it, it is the best thing I've ever seen her in, and her best performance. But that doesn't mean that it, it, it's a great performance. But but really good movie, start to finish. Uh, you know, a modern day Stepford. Um, so yeah, it is six. a modern day Stepford. Yeah. Um, number six, um, I'm going Blade Runner 2049, and I'm going to echo a lot of what you said, uh, Ryan. This is this is how you fucking do a sequel to a classic. You mm-hmm. know, uh, what? how old is Blade Runner now? 30 years? 30, 
close to that. But with love and respect, and director Denis Villeneuve, um, he just has an, a full understanding of, of Blade Runner. You can tell that he likes Blade Runner. He likes that that world, that universe, and I think he completely nailed it. And, th- and this movie shouldn't be as good as it. This movie should suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this yeah. movie really yeah. should suck. Yeah, you hit on that. Yeah. You know, and um, it, it sucks that it didn't do so well because it's kind of it's going to be kind of a blemish on Thinking Man sci-fi. Mm. You know, yeah. I, I don't think we're going to get a third. I think it sets it up for um, a third movie. I think I'd love to see where this movie goes. Yeah. I don't think we're going to be able to. Mm-hmm. And because this failed, how many other you know Thinking Man's sci-fi movies are going to be shut down? Mm-hmm. You know, this was a, a failure in the box office. But uh, I'm so happy that it wasn't an action-filled like Luke Besson sequel. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, like a Fifth Element. You know, uh, I'm I'm glad it wasn't that. Um, I think Blade Runner 2049 adds to the conversation that started in the original. Um, Ryan Gosling is great, man. Um, he's just killing it. I know you weren't a fan of La La Land. You were, right? Yeah. We, I don't know where you stand with no, La La. I hate it. Really? So we, we got we got a, we got a healthy <laughs> we got a healthy split here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I love Ryan Gosling in general, and I, I think he's great here. Harrison Ford looks interested, you know, for once. <laughs> you know, I think he did a, I think he did a great job in, in Force mm-hmm. Awakens. You know what what he had to to go with there but uh, i think this movie he really looks like you know he's 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 he, he wants to do the work mm-hmm. you know um, he seemed like he's in his element for this yeah, yeah yeah exactly and this movie looks amazing um if roger deakins doesn't win best um, cinematography you know at the oscars there's gonna be fucking hell to pay you know i think he's been nominated like what 13 14 hey matt <laughs> do you know how many times roger deakins has been nominated i'm pretty sure it's at least 14 jesus fucking christ <laughs> this will win it for him because this yeah. movie is the best looking movie of 2017 mm. i think it's the best several movie. years right i mean you maybe, know, yeah maybe mad max is the last one that yeah. looked this good yeah i have some other movies in my top five that do not even touch this in terms of quality um, but you know, I, as you said, Ryan, it's it's a slow burn. You know, um, you know, I watched it with you just uh, what about a month ago. Yeah. You know, I watched it in the theater. You know, I, I'm not you know gonna be popping it in anytime soon. It, it's uh you know it's same thing with Blade Runner. You know, I love Blade Runner, but you know it's uh it, it's not as entertaining as some of the others in my top five. But uh, man, respect, um, practical effects, world building. The score, they did everything right here. Um, I have to give it some love. It's my number six. Number five. Number five. Um, sorry, I'm just looking at my number, number five, five and four, right? and I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> like, the fuck do I do? Um, Last Jedi. Uh, I, Fast and the Fear. Why do we have Fast and the Furious? Fast here? <laughs> I'm well, let's just go with it. <laughs> I love Vin Diesel. Let's see. Okay, I'm sorry. Number five, Boss Baby. Boss Baby. <laughs> Boss Baby. <laughs> Which I've actually That's seen. Animated. Three times. God damn it. <laughs> Don't have kids. So it's worth the uh, <laughs> nomination. Then. Hmm. Um, but no, uh, Last Jedi, I uh, obviously, plenty of issues. Uh, for me, virtually all of them were just kind of practical ones with, with plotting and some character decisions. Um, and not the big ones, though. Um, I, I personally am not offended or particularly particularly disappointed by a lot of the problems that people have i think you liked it probably more than a lot of people that even the people I, that reviewed it i were th- the review spencer oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. At, yeah. At the With, AV in, table. in our crew yeah, yeah yeah oh yeah i don't doubt that you know i um i'm just i'm not bothered by the by the shift in direction um i i hope it all ends up paying off frankly i'm i'm excited about star wars kind of being shaken up mm-hmm. personally i wish that they had pulled it back a little bit. You don't have to shake everything up. You don't have to. Sub- <laughs> you don't have to subvert all of my yeah. expectations in one swoop. But at the same time, I- I'm glad that somebody uh, is willing to say, "Hey, 
this franchise isn't set in stone. It doesn't go in this one direction forever. It can go different different ways. And I just I, I, I had some genuine surprises. There's some genuine moments of awe for me. You know, there's some scenes in this movie that I was just like, fuck, I, I love that. And I just I just I love this. You know, it's fun to see fucking Yoda again and doing that shit and the the uh fuck, what is it? The what's it called where the or ships go towards... really fast. I Hyperspeed, hyperspeed, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, I don't know. I did you like the porgs? I actually love the porgs. I like the porgs a lot. I don't know what I think about those big titty things, but (laughs) dude, last year, dude, last year was the year that fan theories killed fucking Star Wars. Man, and that's not Star Wars' fault. I know, but you know what? My 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 big problem. I'm just gonna say I'm gonna say this, and I'm I'm not gonna say anything else about it because you're staying positive. I'm staying positive, but my 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 issue with Last Jedi, I feel like they. They saw and they heard all these fan theories, right? And they're like, "Well, we can't top this, or we don't, we don't want to, uh, we don't want to steal an idea." And so, what we're gonna do is we're gonna give this the fucking finger in your asshole. <laughs> what, we're gonna, what we're gonna do is we're going to we're gonna give you the simplest answer. Got you, right? You don't know what we're gonna do. Mm, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I. I did not like that. I think there's a lot of other ways that they could have gone mm. that would have been better. And we still might get that. That's why it's such an, a pivotal area. I don't know yeah. what to think yeah. of Last Jedi. Because I still yeah. stand by it. Last Jedi is one of the best, or Force Awakens is one of the best cast movies yeah. of all time. Mm-hmm. I love John Boyega and Daisy Ridley and Oscar Isaacs. And mm-hmm. I fucking love the cast. And I'm so excited to see where it goes. I mean, I'm a star. My number one anticipated movie this year is Han Solo, man. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite thing ever. So it's really rough for me to, to be having these emotions and dealing mm-hmm. with Last Jedi. <laughs> you sound like you're just, yeah. it's really just oh. eating at your heart. It right? is. It's I don't know what to fucking think. I don't like well, when he puts, throws the yeah. saber over his shoulder. And, and, <laughs> yeah. Again, well, it, I. I wish, I wish every I wish not every single fucking thing was Snoke. like yeah it was like yeah. a kind of you know fuck you yeah. we weren't Luke expecting dies? this yeah. <laughs> you know but see I don't think we ever really talked about it I'd probably fall more in line with you like I was fine well like you said there's some things you're like did you really have to go yeah. that route no, yeah. but overall it's like. I, I want some of these hardcore Star Wars fans to learn some fucking patience and be like, just let it play out. Here's Let's a quote. see what happens. Here's a quote from a few episodes ago from me, all right? Yeah. Luke Skywalker does a fancy little trick, and then he shits the bed. What? That's it's a great quote. What were you saying, Marshall? Yeah. <laughs> we can see what we, I said. I think it's we, all a dream. It's all forced it's dream. All forced and, all <laughs> elaborate no, you, I think we have a pause what there. What I mean by that, that is he dies on the rock at the end. Okay, he, let, he, let does, me, he does a neat trick and he shits on a rock. New quote for this episode since that didn't go over so well. Um, he does a fancy little trick and he dies on the rock. He <laughs> dies on the rock. <laughs> I just thought it was fun hearing all the bitching about it. There's a lot, I of, bitching. Think get, There's a lot because, of bitching. Because I think if a lot of people, like you said, they're so full of fan theories. Like, where's yeah. this going to go? What's this? Gonna... And then they flipped it on him. And people didn't know how to react to that. Dude, I tell you but, what. But real quick, like some of that, there's just some of the funny things that I mean, we won't go down to a Star Wars rabbit hole here. But there's some things that were funny to me because people are like, "Whoa, why is Luke this? Why? How would he? Mm-hmm. The Jedi wouldn't do this." And you're like, "Did you do you know anything about Star Wars? Yeah. Like Obi Wan secludes himself in a fucking desert. Yoda goes off to fucking Dagobah because yeah. he doesn't want to deal with shit." It makes sense. It's like, <laughs> come on, just enjoy the movie, man. But so. the end didn't make sense to me because. 
of how, what we learned about the Force is lifting a rock, lifting an airship, mm-hmm. it's all the same. So there's no effort. You don't get tired from using the Force. It's just about your training. Yeah. And then he's so fucking tired he dies, right? <laughs> is, but did they did. say that? Did they say he's tired and that's why he died? Is well, that explicit? Well, then, then he just dies, right? Because So like, did Obi-Wan. Oh. Obi-Wan stood there and said, I'm good. And, and, and he got chopped in half. You but know like, what? J.J. Abrams recently pissed me off, too, because he was like the people who don't like Last Jedi obviously have... You know, masculine-ish. Oh, yeah. I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, you're threatened they're, they're by They're threatened women. by a female. And I'm like, no, you, you, you fucking listening to me? Are you fucking listening to me? I Did love... you listen to the podcast, JJ? <laughs> JJ, you dumb Podcast, fuck. episode number <laughs> 212. Like, JJ, you dumb fuck. I love Daisy yeah. Ridley, all right? Yeah. My issue is, you listening? <laughs> One more time. She needs to be fucking trained. Yeah. And if she's not trained, then she has to have some natural fucking thing about her. And her JJ's parents, like, and her weight usually fluctuated from scene to scene, yeah. sometimes in the same yeah. scene. If you're not gonna, tra- <laughs> if you're not gonna train her, then she has to have some sort of, you know, uh, birthright or some sort of magic blood flowing through her, her fucking brain that makes and her be able. Maybe that, we'll get to well, that. No, but I, 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 don't agree with that. We've already talked about. It. She but needs Luke, to be trained. Luke, Luke does the same thing. He abandons his training and then he hops in at the begin, beginning of episode six, and he's all fucking amazing at everything. Yeah, there's a huge hole. I'm gonna put my dick in. Okay, in your story. All right, there's a huge, there's like what, a couple years between Empire and Return. Yeah, like, and this they, is the next how much, how much training does Luke really get in the first Star Wars, though? In the first none. one, he doesn't and, train and he on doesn't Dagobah go, with Yoda. But at the end, he fucking force pushes his shit into the Death Star, blows the whole fucking thing up. Yeah, but he's not well, a yeah, fucking he Jedi. minimal training. He only becomes like the Jedi. That robot Empire. on the Millennium Falcon trained. Thank you, Ryan, for making this your number fucking whatever it is. <laughs> Back to the top ten. <laughs> So anyway, I have saying. my issues. See, see what happens. <laughs> you see saying. what happens. This is why it made my when honorable mention. Go on my well, you know what? It, but it deserves to be there because we wouldn't give a shit if it didn't, right? That's true. Yeah. It wouldn't no. be arguable. Yeah, if nobody gave a fuck, then we yeah. wouldn't be having this argument. Yeah, literally. So, and the Princess Leia floating. Well, yes. Yeah, look, everybody look, there's, don't wrong. there's some dumb shit. Fuck it. Yeah. Do what you want. <laughs> you know, JJ, you're it's the your list. It's, it's your list. It's, it's your mistake, yeah. friend. No, I had a rough time. I had to do for the longest time. It was at my number six because yeah. six is a great place for a ritual movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then it went to my number ten because well, I just don't know. Well, and then I fucking took it off. Well, I was gonna say, I, ge- I genuinely enjoyed the Last Jedi. I really, yeah. really, really liked it. Um, and yeah, I saw it a couple times and. I fucking yeah. and I will too. I'm gonna. I'll buy it on. It'll be the I movie. The, the movie that I watched the most. Yep. From last year, <laughs> I will watch it fucking and, three times when it comes out. And I will and never I hear the end of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's for <laughs> until sure. episode nine. You'll be getting calls from me. <laughs> weird fucking hours. I just I just watched fucking Last Jedi again. Fucking a. This and this. <laughs> I never thought of it like this. <laughs> All right. Oh, number five. Number five. <laughs> number five. Is there that what go. it is? Number is five. Is that what we're on? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> number five. I don't think mine will cause quite the stir. Uh, yeah, I guess. I... I've been my biting my five. time over this War of the Apes shit until. until... <laughs> <laughs> my, my number five is the Big Sick. God damn it, Marshall! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. They don't uh, even use the force in that movie. They don't even use it in that movie. Was he a comic in that? It's a comic book character. Was he just all of a sudden a comic? He needs to be trained. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The big sick, uh, Kumail Najiani. It was just, it was really good. I don't know what you want to call it. I don't know how you want to describe it. If it's a romantic comedy, if it's a, I don't know what it is, but it's it's a a solid story, really good writing. 
good performances. Um, takes turns you don't expect initially if you don't know anything about it. Um, very dramatic in some spots. Good supporting from like Ray Romano yeah. um, and yeah. what Holly Hunter, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Um, yeah, just really surprised. There's a lot of movies on my list that are like kind of just they surprised me. I was like, like wasn't like, expecting a whole lot yeah. out of them, and then you get it and you're like, wow, that was, that was a really good movie. Like the what documentary. You, like the documentary. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's my number five. Yes, it might be showing up later. And maybe. <laughs> I'm going to cause just as much of a stir. Oh, <laughs> like, Star Wars. I'm Star Wars now, bro. Star Wars, the no, Lost Village. My number five is Wonder Woman. Ah. Uh-huh. I thought it was a, a great movie. I think because of how we started out this podcast with that conversation, mm-hmm. it came in at the right year. Yep. If it was mm-hmm. next year... Maybe, you know, maybe not. But I think that uh, among all this turmoil, you have a woman-led movie with a woman-led character um, do really well. Yeah, directed by a woman. woman. Um, You know, I had a lot of my my friends who who are women who, you know, are, are just as nerdy as me and into comic books. And they were so, like floored after seeing it because finally uh they saw somebody on screen who was powerful and strong and still feminine um kick ass and so it it made my my top five nice man my number five i did not expect this movie to show up on my top 10 let alone my top five and that is uh m night Shyamalan split man i mean he is back after 15 Mm -hmm. years of total (laughs) fucking bullshit (laughs) (laughs) I looked. I think it was. He was two, just honing his craft. I think it was two thousand two was the last time I enjoyed because I like six uh, six things. I like uh, you know uh, signs for the most part, mm-hmm. um, and then um, Unbreakable. I really like you know, and it's just been garbage, <laughs> garbage <laughs> for years. <It's> just some <laughs> detox. <laughs> but split, yeah, the split had my defining moment, theater moment of twenty seventeen. Um, I knew nothing about Split going into it. was just the new M. Night Shyamalan, mm. Shyamalan movie. It was like a weekend. Yeah. Took the wife to go see it. Packed, packed fucking crowd, right? Hmm. I had no idea that it was a backdoor sequel to Unbreakable, right? And mm. I, I'm, I'm here watching it. And actually, I had to sit somewhere different in the theater other than with my wife. That's how packed it was. I showed up late. And uh, I'm there. And you know, you see David Dunn at the end of this movie, right? And you're like, that's fucking Bruce Willis, right? And, and you're like, he goes, someone asked him a question. He goes, Mr. Glass. And I'm like, I'm like, yes. And this person next to me is just like, why are you so fucking excited? You know? And I was like, this is so cool. This is a backdoor sequel, you know, um, to Unbreakable. But I think that only would have worked if the previous hour and a half was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, no, it, it, and that's what it worked to. because yeah. Split was really good, and at the end you get that yeah. surprise. So that's a huge smile on my face, and then I start thinking about the sequel. You know, where David Dunn with his sensory perception is going to be interacting with the Beast mm-hmm. and his set of skills against the Beast, and how they've been setting this up this whole movie. But but besides that, James McAvoy is fucking amazing, mm-hmm. and it's a crime that he was not nominated for Best Actor. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. this is this is next level acting from him. Uh, I think he completely kills it. It's an interesting story, too, about split personalities and tapping into your full potential as a human being. Um, I, again, I did not expect this to show up on my, my top five. It, I love I love this movie. I think it's great. I, I'm so excited for Unbreakable, mm-hmm. or Glass. Yeah, well, yeah sure. Glass in well, 2019. And with a small cast and a simple set, right? I mean, they're in that yeah. basement. And nothing. There was nothing fancy. It was just stor- good storytelling. Yeah, and, and I think that's coming back to kind of what we talked about earlier. Like, just get back to that. Like, it doesn't have to be a big budget happening. Yeah. It doesn't have to be this all this big avatar shit yeah. that he did that sucked. Yeah. Like, go back to your character and start from there. Yeah. And 
And that's what we're in my, in my imagination just going because you know when David Dunn, Bruce Willis's character in Unbreakable, when he touches you, he can sense your life story, what you know, who you are, what you've done, and who is he going to be sensing when he mm-hmm. touches the beast? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know how many how many different personalities are right. within Kevin? Yeah, 20, you know, is it twenty something? And then so not even that, right? But then imagining Samuel Jackson's glass, Mister Glass, mm-hmm. fucking just manipulating all the personalities of the mm-hmm. beast. Mm-hmm. I am so excited for this movie. Well, and it's a world now. I mean, we could have a whole nother movie that also has nothing to do with Unbreakable that somehow fits in yeah. at the end, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know if you guys got caught that connection, but um, Kevin, in the movie, he, he's seen going to a, a train station, and he puts some flowers you know, on the train. So uh, possibly mm-hmm. Mr. Glass, when he was creating all those incidents and accidents mm-hmm. to try to find David Dunn, he probably killed Kevin's parents. Right, which turned him, you know, into the beast. It gave yeah. him that psychological, and you know, just fucked him up as as a human being. You know, losing the the the, the loss of his parents, you know, mm-hmm. or his father. So, yeah, just a great movie. Um, splits my number five. That takes us to number four. Number four. Um, I, I'm not going to go too deep into this because I don't know how to explain all this. I Spider Man Homecoming. I Put just right there, buddy. I just fucking. I just fucking love fucking Tom Holland's Peter Parker. Mm. And um, I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for <laughs> these MCU connections. I love when there's an organic connection to the rest of the world. I like this MCU shit. Yeah. And so to have, um, you know, Tony Stark, not just like a cameo and not just that he's there, but this whole, you know, just trying to prove himself, just a good kid that's kind of, trying to put the world on his shoulders too quick yeah you know um is just so intriguing to me and i realize it's like guys that's just like the essence of spider-man and peter parker i get it but i don't i don't read comic books i don't love all the old spider-man movies i'm not like this massive spider-man fan but this just seemed to present it to me in a way that pulls me in and i'm so excited for what happens next but the movie itself was just so much fucking fun i just i i love I just love this Peter Parker. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to follow him through the rest of his shit. And I love the supporting cast. The cast is great. The time this the high school shit was was fun, and you have a relatable, a more relatable villain. You know, um, I, I really I can't go into too many details with it. I just fucking I had a really good time with yeah. Spider Man. It's it's a little long in the tooth. I think it's a little longer than it needed to be, but. Uh, other than that, man, and it, it comes know. down to character work because I mean, when you look at action scenes, I don't think the action scenes are great. They're not fantastic, you know. They're not no. fantastic, but it comes down to some really fun character yeah. interaction. I'd rather watch Peter Parker at school all fucking day, interacting with his friends, learning his powers. Yeah. You know, and uh, Wait, is that what he did? I hated this fucking. Movie, I know you did. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking hated it. I thought it was just a bunch of poorly written jokes thrown at the wall to see what would stick. Penis Parker <laughs> we, is a brilliant joke. We we learned nothing about Peter that's Parker. AV in this movie. quality so, joke. What, what do we know about Peter Parker in this movie? Nothing. We don't yeah, have this, to. This is Spider Man Begins. That's actually my biggest. Uh, we is, don't in the origin story of the movie. We don't need to know about who the main character. That is. is we, bi- we all know who Spider Man is. That is my biggest gripe. That is that is the thing that actually drives me fucking nuts about that movie though is I think that's such a poor excuse. It's like, everybody knows. We've already had fucking ten movies with the Spider-Man origin. I'm like, okay, I get it. But in this universe, nobody fucking knows. Yeah, so like, I mean, Uncle so Ben's I, I, dead. But nobody cares. It's like, a bit by a spider. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit why this kid 
can stop a fucking bus or, you know, do all this stuff. I, I'm like, I, I realize that we're at the point in the MCU where you could just sort of introduce guys, but like, I, I still expect that. Well, they, and they, I they expect, even dropped the line though. They did. It's the like, you know, bite. yeah, I had a spider bite in this, but like, I, I don't know. I just, I, I don't, I feel like it was just kind of taking it for granted. Uh, and I just, I think it was poor. I do. I think that's actually a I, really poor. I thought Tom Holland did a great job. I just thought the movie was made poorly. It was too many jokes from too many characters and most of them weren't good. I mean, I laughed several <laughs> times in the movie, but I mean, that was cause I laughed at one out of every 10,000 jokes and that, that's all <laughs> it was. And then he had this super suit. So I wasn't learning what Spider-Man could do. Yeah. I will say from homecoming dance to the end, I thought was an, a great movie. Loved it. That last half hour, I thought, was ex- everything I wanted the movie to be. But unfortunately, I had to watch an hour and a half before I got actually, there. I actually have a quote from you from a couple episodes ago, actually almost a year ago, where you said, <laughs> um, I never want to see another Spider-Man movie again, and I will take the joy and love of others who love Spider-Man, and I will crush it every, every, every chance I get. That sounds a lot like me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, yeah, I, I enjoy I actually, I liked I like the the dilemmas that Peter Parker was in. Just you know, again, I just love this kid trying to prove himself, um, which is what all kids try and do. You know, at that age, you know, you're moving from, you know, just being a teenager up to adulthood, and it's just tr- find, finding your place in the world and trying to impress the people that you look up to, and all of these things. I mean, you know, it's not that deep, but I don't know. I connected with it, and and. Uh, I dig it, so... Yeah. I can dig it. Can My dig last it. bitch about it, and then I'll shut up, okay? <laughs> you open another can I know. I'm well, gonna... it's it's Mary Jane's character in that when this was coming out, people hated Zendaya as her, and Marvel tried to make it into a race thing. They're like, you fucking can't handle a not-white bitch being... Her. <laughs> <laughs> I but told it, you, he hates it. Wait, Spider-Man! <laughs> it was because she, it was a bad, a poorly written character, right? Her name's Michelle, not Mary Jane. And then they say, we call she, they call me NJ because all I do is smoke pot and I have no character, right? <laughs> so, yeah, it, she was awful. That's why people hated her, not because she Did they say this, not even Mary Jane? No, she said, you, you can said call they, me MJ. You can call me MJ. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't remember smoking weed, but um. <laughs> I told you, his quote, I hate Spider Man. <laughs> no, I love Spider Man, and uh, but but I don't need a third. And now I you guess just, we're, we're getting a fourth, a fourth, right? If with this, <laughs> I hope so. It was a top five box office. <laughs> no, we're getting another uh, the animated one. So oh. we're getting a fourth different Spider Man yeah. in my lifetime in the last four <laughs> in <my> years. <laughs> I was lukewarm on it, so I'll just leave it. Not on your I'm done. With it. Not I in my last thing. I loved it. Great pick. <laughs> it, it was in my honorable mention. So. I tell you what, you wore the Planet of the Apes bullshit. If you if you put Martin Sheen in fucking War of the Planet of the Apes, Woody Harrelson's dead. Beginning of the movie, movie over. Are you Apocalypse, talking about like Apocalypse, Apocalypse now? now? Well, oh, yes. man. <laughs> Shit, I've I been. That's been building up all night. <laughs> Where the hell are we? Number four. <laughs> number four. For all those keeping track at home, we're on number four. Gladys, uh, they're on number four. <laughs> are you still listening to that shit? <laughs> Turn that shit off. These ones are these ones are tough because they get a little bit interchangeable here, like two through four. Um, I'll stick with it. And that's going to be the Florida Project is number four. Mm, nice. For a lot of things you said, it was just, <clears throat> it was beautiful, uh, well, well shot. Um, 
And I like the choices that they made. Um, we are number four, right? Yeah, number four. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked a lot of the choices that they made. They 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 stayed back a lot. It was it was it felt like a documentary in some ways. Like the camera was behind the characters as yeah. they moved a lot. They were very wide when the kids are like running around and and walking to get ice cream. Like you're 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 kind of a bit removed from it, so you're you're a viewer of what's going on in their lives. Um, I also liked, um, you know, the dichotomy between these kids that are just kids and they're having fun and they're running around, they're playing. They don't know what's going on. They yeah. don't. She doesn't know her mom's, you know, a bit of a junkie. She doesn't know the situation that she lives in. She yeah. just has friends and they go play and they get into trouble and and that's her life. Um, and it's it's really interesting to see. Um, yeah, those differences between the adults yeah. and, and the it's, kids, it's and so, it's so it's so interesting too because I love the relationship between the 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 daughter mm-hmm. and the mother, even though you know it's an unhealthy relationship, yeah, and you know that the daughter needs boundaries, but I guarantee. You know, like Ryan, you and I talked about this. Mm-hmm. The mother, definitely, she needs to be taken away. She needs to be able to grow, you know, mm-hmm. out of those that uh, very toxic environment. But there is a lot of love for her daughter. She's doing oh, yeah. everything she can mm-hmm. to uh, to feed her and to to give her everything that she can. You know, there, there's mm-hmm. some beautiful scenes when for her birthday, they, God, I don't even know where they go. They get into a car and they, they it seems like they drive miles and miles away just oh, so. Oh, see the fireworks. Yeah, yeah, which I imagine is at Walt Disney World. Yeah, probably. Right? Mm-hmm. And uh, just, uh, she does things like to, you know. Um, well, they hitchhike there. Yeah, they hitchhike there. Yeah. And so, you know, it's a toxic environment, but you know there's mm-hmm. a lot of love there. And it's just, it's just a heartbreaking story. Mm-hmm. It really is. And, um, and Willem Dafoe, man, you said it Will, best. Sure, Willem Dafoe is amazing. Yeah, and it wasn't anything like super profound. He was just really solid him. in that solid. character. He played what you would think how that character would act. Like, did you say the human touch? Is that what you told me? Is like Willem Dafoe is the human. Did you touch. watch it? I didn't know you watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah like he's the the maintenance guy or kind of the manager of that hotel. He's not the boss, but he's a manager. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and seeing him interact with other all the people there, like. You know, he respects them. You know, he, he he wants them to better their lives a little bit. You can tell that he wants that of them. Um, he could he likes her, the he kids. He could have kicked her out a thousand oh, yeah, times. Absolutely. Yep. And he, there's even that clause where he has to move her from one room to the other yeah, within yeah. 24 hours yep. Um, yep. for whatever for whatever reason that is. But, you know, he's he goes beyond uh, what he should just to mm-hmm. help her out. And, well, and he her, puts and up some money at that other hotel mm-hmm. like yeah. when they're throwing the fit. He's like, yep. look, here, I'll just pay the pay difference. Yeah. Because he cares about him, like, and he cares about the kid, like he yeah. wants the best for. I think all the kids that live there. Yeah, yeah he, he was a really great character. Um, and you just I'll reminded say, me too. Someone had a stellar fucking year this year, and he's in, um, fucking Florida Project. It's his. I don't know his name. You guys can look it up if you want to. But he's. I think he might be Willem Dafoe's son. In the oh Florida yes, Project. he was in. He was in Three Billboards, and yeah. he's in Get Out. He wasn't Get Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get Out, three billboards in the Florida Project. Yeah. That might be, you know. And I don't actually really yeah. like this this guy as an actor, but yeah, great fucking year. He does a good job with his roles. I think. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I could see him as like a leading man. I actually liked him, uh, just not so much. Get Out. I thought he was annoying as fucking. Yeah. Him, you know? But that was kind of his character. Yeah. I like guess. a little bit, like yeah. this really annoying yeah. kind of jackass brother yeah. did you did you get to watch florida project uh, i really wish it. you would have watched I, that check that out um and another thing like real quick i i love where the child acting is right now yeah. like between mm-hmm. 
Daphne it Keen. and Stranger and, Things, yeah, yeah. And like Logan, Daphne Keen, Logan. Like yep. they're writing characters for kids that are kids. Like I don't know. I kept thinking about to like some movies like in the nineties. Like it wasn't realistic. Like he had kids in situations, or they, they they acted more like adults. They weren't kids, and but the writing for like Stranger Things and stuff like that is so authentic to just how kids talk, and it's it, it harkens back for me to like Goonies and stuff like that. Kids get into trouble kids curse you know that's real life yeah. and and especially in this one like mm-hmm. it's felt so authentic yeah. oh yeah the, the the way that these kids talked and interacted with each other like yeah it was amazing and she's yeah she was a hell of a little actress yeah and the um, locations of Florida locations Brothers, were beautiful man. unbelievable so and like you said it's great it's, backdrop it's, for a movie yeah absolutely and like you said it's really interesting that like just around the corner is like Minnie mouse way or something and, you're like, yeah. and that really hits you when you see that in the background they're like they're just around the corner from like the magical kingdom and yeah. the greatest place on earth and they're living in this shitty hotel yeah, just trying to get hotel. by yeah. yeah and like selling <clears throat> shit to the, the tourists yeah. trying to make some money it was fantastic. Yeah. I'm really glad I caught that one. Yeah. Cool. My number four was Shape of Water. Mm, um, saw that. That was one of the ones I, I caught up with. You know, I had some mixed feelings about it. I mean, beautifully shot movie, great story. I mean, my main problem was was with fucking the fish. I didn't know why that <laughs> needed to happen. Um and but I mean I, I talked it over and my my wife was like no me and my wife said don't talk about but, fish fucking no yeah my yeah. my wife disagreed she was like no it had to be a romantic story because I thought this could just be a friendship no. and she said it had to be romantic because the story they're trying to tell is you know uh, of our society all these times where you know uh, you know a mixed race couple can't be together or uh, that person has a deformity so they can't be or, or you know a mute uh, like our main character was would be a lesser human and, and couldn't be with so that that was the point see um, that's bullshit see, though but like, one of them is a lesser human because yeah. it's not, it's not, not human right. <laughs> no, I, I, so I love Shape of Water it didn't make my 10 because of the fish fucking yeah. because I now check this out it almost didn't make mine because of that I tell but, you what dude, I think this movie is one of the best shot movies of the year I, Sally Hawkins, I've been a big fan of her yeah. since mm-hmm. Happy Go Lucky. Huge fan of Sally Hawkins. Um, uh, what's his name? Oh, um, yeah. Michael Shannon. Yeah, Michael Michael Shannon, Shannon was a great villain. Uh, the locations were great. The effects were great. The music was awesome. Yeah. But, you know, this movie starts off, too, with her just fucking masturbating in a bathtub. Mm-hmm. So that was fucking weird. Okay? She's jerking off in a bathtub, and then it goes, goes through her day, and she fucking masturbates in a bathtub again, right? The first chance she sees a fish man she fucks him <laughs> so i'm like you're not maybe you're just a, a, a fucking horn dog mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe you just it made her made her seem pathetic shallow pathetic, no, pathetic. shallow okay <laughs> pathetic that's like it made her seem easy shallow. like she just wants to maybe she's just fucking wants to fuck <laughs> well <laughs> the- they, I, there's one, one one last thing if this and so then people started telling me sure. all this bullshit right <laughs> They started telling me that, well, you just don't understand the sexuality, blah, 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 right? But and then I'm like, okay, let's change the story. How about instead of a, a fucking science lab, take the, our main character and have her sneak into the zoo, okay? <laughs> she sneaks into the zoo and she she rescues a gorilla. And she fucks the gorilla, right? We're having a different fucking conversation tonight. <laughs> Well, but but let let's talk about this way. When you saw when, when you saw Beauty and the Beast, were you like, oh she fuck, this fuck fucking Beast? Well, you, not on Disney, but I mean, th- it, there's subtext there, right? There's an adult. There's something there that wasn't does. there before. It's his boner, right? <laughs> I mean, uh, 
But she. So, but the, the big thing is she did not fuck the beast. <laughs> not on camera. Twice. <laughs> not on camera. Twice. Oh, it bothers me because if this was a filled tr- with water, why can't you just have a you free the the endangered species <laughs> and become friends with it? You know, and and give me a traditional classic story would have been my number one fucking movie. But she fucks it. <laughs> no, I I agree with you. And but that was the only thing holding me back. And because my wife disagreed with me, I'm like, okay, well, other people see this in a different way than I do, so I can't hold the movie back for the one thing yeah. that I. That's weird too, because why does she with? fuck it? You know, she the first time she sees it, it bites someone's fucking hand off. And what makes well shit. Danger turns people on, you know. It, <laughs> it sucks because no, I I really enjoy a lot of this movie and it really fucking irks me that she dicks this thing. It, t- it took me out of it. Her fucking the, the fish t- took me out of the movie. But, you know, it's a solid fucking movie. It makes well, me but it, made, a solid movie. it made my honorable mention, but I had some serious issues with it too like that scene and then the, in the bathroom filling up with water and them doing yeah, that's it that's a weird like, scene it was very weird it, it doesn't work like, yeah. and, and then you rescue the fish right mm-hmm. and you take it back to your house and you just gotta fill up a whole whole room full of water so it leaks out all over the place like you're you I don't even think you can that's really not logistically do with, with just yeah. a towel with just a towel trying to protect <laughs> this thing right and you want all red flags down right you don't yeah. want anybody to know it's, you don't want to draw attention right Mm-hmm. But she draws she attention. Up, she was caught up in the animal Dude. magnetism fetish shit. Yeah. Fetish but, shit. But, she just wanted to. But they, they, they do the say thing. they do say uh, unlike instead of it being a fish, right? They do classify it as a god, and I think a lot of people want to fuck God, right? If you have the chance, yeah. Don't some people like back in the day they thought gorillas were gods, right? What's I don't know. Well, I mean, there's some ancient tribe. There's all kinds <laughs> of there's all kinds of like you know shit about witches fucking the devil and all. Well, fucking I mean, Congo, that's didn't they think you know. King Kong they thought was a fucking god, right? Well, but they never. You, you can't King fuck Kong? King Kong. He'll you can't destroy fuck you. King Kong. <laughs> He'll destroy you. <laughs> anyway, me. So, no, so if you can get past fish fucking, yeah. Shape of Water was amazing. Well, <laughs> yeah. See, I don't best fish fucking yeah. movie ever. Best fish fuck of the yeah. year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or then if I tell you a guy goes to a ranch and he fucking steals a horse and has sex with it, you know, it's like you're just like, oh, yeah. But well, is the is the horse God? Right. And can the horse heal you and give you hair? And, and is the horse a metaphor or an allegory? It's really important. Yeah, yeah, For yeah. how ugly Guillermo del Toro uh, is. Oh, no. <laughs> it, it, Just become it, friends with something before you fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Friendship first. <laughs> It was an honorable measure for me. <laughs> like I said, I just want to get in real quick because I had issues with it. And my issues were I didn't think it knew what it wanted to be. Like, is it an allegory for race relations? Is it for homosexuality yeah. and his repression for her, her roommate there? Is it endangered species? Is it the way we treat nature? Chronic like, masturbation. What, chronic masturbation. Like, what is it? Like, is it just everything? Bothered, is he a god or is he not a god? Did like, that is bother he just you a, that she the movie starts off with her jerking off in the tub? I mean, it it throws you for a loop. You're like, whoa, here we yeah, go. I guess yeah, we're right into they, this. Maybe if she's like, well, he's different. He's a god. She must get pleasure I from wanna, water. I want to have sex with him. Maybe I'm with you, right? But then when you start the movie off with her just yeah. plunging her fingers in her pussy, and then the first chance she gets fucks the fish god... She makes me think that she's just all about the sex <laughs> and shallow. You're shallow. right. Shallow. So you like Not the, deep. You like the water? Shallow. Yeah, the shallow Man, do you uh, fuck the lizard? The lizard. Uh, now he's a lizard. I thought he was a fish. <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't. <laughs> I don't. If they look more human, maybe. Like, this thing is nasty. Yeah. Work, maybe. Ugh. Yeah. I don't know. I wanted more backstory. I didn't know where they got him from. Where he cut. Like, I just wanted you more from it. Fish aids, either? Like, you don't know where that fish has been. Somewhere in South America, right? There's no protection. In the or what's that? Like, in, uh, fucking. I already know he can heal me, though, so if I get some kind of weird fish... As if he wants to. Boom. Yeah. If he doesn't want to. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. It Maybe was pussy stank. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't you. I'm going back to the ocean, bitch. Yep. Maybe, he wasn't, maybe he wasn't impressed after all yep. that. There's a lot of fish in the sea. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so this really number three. takes the piss out of my number four here. But Shape of water. Uh, <laughs> shape of water was fantastic. <laughs> Oh, man. My number four is Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, Fuck my yeah. gosh. I <laughs> <Yes>. guess. <laughs> I've said all. I have it, to was, say. it was my favorite. You don't MC- have to worry about it appearing online. It was my favorite <laughs> MCU movie for four months. <laughs> <laughs> Until Shape of Water. But Marvel, yeah, Marvel yeah. this year, twice or 2017. Shape of Water's a backdoor MCU. He's yeah. a superhero <laughs> fish man. But Marvel killed it, I think, personally in 2017. Uh, but before, before I go any further, Sam Raimi, I'm a huge fan of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. I love mm. Tobey Maguire. I love what Sam Raimi did with the character. Um, but Homecoming is the best Spider-Man movie to date. All right? That's my opinion. Um, Tom Holland is my Spider-Man. Tom Holland is my Peter Parker. Um, I love Hot Aunt May, uh, Marissa Tomei. Uh, Vulture as the working class villain uh, played by Michael Keaton. He's great. He's still alive. They didn't kill the villain. Um, I'm excited about that. I I love how this movie is Spider-Man Begins. You know, I hear a lot of people bitching about, you know, we didn't get to see him do this, or we didn't get to see him do that. And, you know, he'll be taking pictures later. He'll be fucking doing the whole, that whole Osborne shit later. Let him, you know, find himself his own identity. Let him find himself as a character. Let him learn how to, to use the suit. Um, I, I love that this focuses on high school. You know, that's where it needs to be. And I, I, I'm so, it's so cool that we get maybe two or three high school movies. You know, and then he can grow up and, and, and be in the uh, the uh, the shadow of fucking Osborn and, and, and become the Spider-Man that we know. Uh, but this is where Spider-Man needs to be. And uh, I, I love Tony Stark mentoring uh, Peter Parker. And you hear a lot of people be, say, um, too much Tony Stark in the MCU. We're going to miss him when he's gone. If, if he gets killed this year or next year, Infinity War, you know, there's going to be a time 20 years from now where we're like, man, I wish I had more Tony Stark. And I think it's so natural that Tony Stark is mentoring Peter Parker. It's so natural to me, especially with not having a an Uncle Ben. You know, Tony Stark is the Uncle Ben right now. And if something happens to Tony Stark, Peter Parker will be lost. You know, it's it's it's, it's his friend, it's his mentor. I love what they're doing with that relationship. It's the return of John Favreau. Um, I thought John Favreau was awesome. His friendship with Ned is is amazing. I love Ned. <laughs> Ned is awesome. Um, his relationship with his rival Flash Thompson is great. One of my favorite jokes last year is the fucking Penis Parker joke. <laughs> it cracks me up every time I hear it. I'm like, who comes up with that Penis Parker? It's perfect. <laughs> you know, like I felt like if I wrote that, I took it to a Marvel executive. Like, Penis Parker, come on, get the fuck out of here. How do you get that joke passed? <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like Penis Parker's great. Uh, I can't praise this movie alone enough. I I absolutely adore it. Like I said, it was my favorite Marvel movie for four months. <laughs> I absolutely love it. So that takes us to number three. Number three. Real quick, um, I shape, I shape of water figured out where I fucked up. Uh-oh. So I did fuck up. I have eleven. 
Oh, you <laughs> dirty ass. Well, then I get another one. I wrote, parag- I wrote paragraphs, <laughs> Mother. and Mother. I ran two of them together, so I thought that one of them was one, and it was two. So where'd you fuck up? Let's fix this real quick. So I fucked up. Okay, so I have I have four left. Uh, baby driver, take it fucking off. Good. All right. Thank you. That was fine. Thank I didn't really God. want it. I didn't really want it on then. <laughs> top ten, but I had to put the fucking Gladys. Thing. He just took baby driver. <laughs> baby driver, Gladys. Come it, back in here. It and finish is your fault, Kevin Spacey. The boys yeah. don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that puts my number three. So what was your three or my number what four? Four is uh, Coco. Oh yes. Okay. Um, again, it's uh, it's so. First of all, it's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. I I mean, it's an animated movie. I know you can do a lot more in animation, you know, more easily than you can in uh, in live action. But it it would have. I think it's the most beautiful movie of the year. And you would consider yourself an animation whore. Um. Yes. <laughs> you you bend over. A for whore. I bend over for animation. Yes. John Lasseter is a personal yeah. friend of mine. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, but yeah. Coco has is so it, it it's just it showcases a piece of of a culture in a in just a way that I don't know was so it was so easy to connect with and it's never it's never like a, a parody of it or satirical or anything like that it was I mean it's just it's just one level to the movie obviously it's not what the whole thing's about but I just I found it so refreshing we're just like I'm taking in all of this um just culture you said heritage you know what i'm saying and i'm like okay uh i get it this is very easy for me to digest you know what i'm saying so that was just a nice layer but on top of that um just it it has that bit of pixar special sauce that they've been missing you know over the last it it hasn't been consistent it's almost like pixar back to form exactly yeah i i actually think it's very i mean you have the album like inside out you know how we feel about yeah that. inside out Fucking, it's amazing inside out's amazing but other than that you know it's just been up and down and up and down and this one is way up there i think i think coco asked me in three or four years i think it'll stand i think it'll hold up yeah i think it's I gonna think so be too. in their their top their top films yeah. um so much uh just beautiful the fucking i mean that makes me cry every fucking time i watch it three times i cried a bunch see, i need to see this it probably like i said in my in, in in my picks i think it probably would have made my top five if i had a chance to watch it a second time i just i won't be able to see it once and that frozen can we talk about that frozen shit oh. fuck that go fuck that oh, i don't know you know God. i don't want to talk no, about let's that. not talk about <laughs> that don't watch shit the, out of that, that frozen bend Olaf they took over. it out uh, halfway through the yeah. yeah, they said, "Oh, it was planned. It was only going to yeah. run for so long." Oh bullshit! Bull fucking shit! <laughs> Everybody hated. It. I hate that. Plant maybe Planned Parenthood. No All right, you know what? Coco's off my fucking list. <laughs> Fuck that <laughs> fucking. <laughs> if you have to watch Frozen anyway. before it, it's off your list. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else to say about it. It's making oh, dicks off and the voice mm-hmm. acting. The voice acting is incredible in that movie. I think that main kid was perfect mm-hmm. it's it's tough we've been talking you talk mm-hmm. about that though the the child actors mm-hmm. we got a lot more stories with yeah. kids and they're succeeding and yep. actually you know i mean to listen to a kid talk for fucking two hours that'll yep. either grind on me mm-hmm. or well it'll grind on yeah. me but not mm-hmm. this kid not this like kid. harvey weinstein not like a not hashtag not <laughs> like harvey. <laughs> but yep yeah, but you're right like even with it it didn't make my list but the kids in there were mm-hmm. amazing yeah, yeah. So, uh, so anyway, that's my number four. And now, just my because of your three. fuck up, can you give us your ten do... to four? Just ten, ten nine. Ten to... Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, my bad. You're, just so you, uh, we know you're not cheating. You're correct. Yeah, no, 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 no. Am I correct? So, uh, War of the Planet of the Apes is ten. Split 
Blade Runner 2049, Guardians 2, Last Jedi, Spider-Man Homecoming, Coco. Okay. Okay. And now... um, Number uh, three. three. Number three. Thor Ragnarok. Oh, you good bitch. this fucking movie... This fucking movie is so much goddamn fun. I mean, I don't know. It's this weird theme with Marvel. I don't know. Marvel just decided to have a lot of fucking fun this year. And I'm so glad that they did. Uh, it it kind of has the opposite problem of Guardians, in my opinion. It has a lot of plot. It has a lot of stakes, and didn't have enough to back them up. Um, whereas Guardians had to pad a lot. This one was a little overstuffed, um, and so I I think it came off a little thin in that department. But um, shit, to just practically reinvent this character. That's, yes. A, the most boring <laughs> besides <laughs> Hulk, which again, Hulk is rebooted and comes well. in and, and gets more personality. Yeah. And, um, it takes a lot of balls too to do some of the things they did. Exactly. Um, uh, I have this funny feeling that it may pop up on someone else's list a little later on. So I'll let someone else speak on it. Perhaps it's not mine. Um, no. <laughs> I, it might not be Jeremy. I don't know. Jeremy. <laughs> Um, Gladys, yeah. it's not on Jeremy's list. <laughs> Again, just a total, a total turn for the franchise, Justice and no. you know, for the better. Uh, it it epitomizes the idea, though, where there there are some problems, but I'm just I'm having I'm having too much fun. Yeah. I can't I can't get too uh, hung up on some of the issues. Um, but yeah, I fucking love it. Nice. Yeah. Uh, my number three. Is one we've already touched on a little bit, and that's Get Out. Mm. Um, I don't know. There's not a whole lot more else to say. You, you you covered it pretty well. Like it's just it's crafted really well. Um, you're right. She's not the strongest actress, um, but everybody else around uh, did good jobs. And mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's it's a it's an interesting take on um, race relations, I suppose. Uh, but really clever and really, for a first, what, his first time directing it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a bold story to tell, um, but he did it did it well, and, and, and I think it came off well. And that's, I mean, it's nominated for Best Picture because of that. Um, and uh, caught a lot of people by surprise, but really good, really good film. So That guy's having a, a really great year, too. Uh, two of the most recognizable black films. Um, mm-hmm. With Get Out, and he's in Black Panther as well. Um, oh, okay. the, the main star of Get Out. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah. And my number three we talked about already as well. It was Three Billboards. Mm, um, nice. Just fantastic acting from top to bottom. I mean, even the small parts. Is it Be- your front runner? Um, for best film, yeah, yeah. it is. Uh, you know, I, I know there was a little backlash that that you know the most racist character gets to kind of be the hero in the end. But when you think about it, if you think about the real world, Maybe. real life, I mean, you you know family members, you know friends that, that are racist as fuck, right? And you just don't talk about that with them. But it doesn't mean that they can't do other good things or, like, help you out in other ways. So I thought the movie was very real. Like, if you were in this situation, this is how these people would act. And um, and so, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's my front runner for, for what's nominated Oscar-wise. Yeah. Do you think it'll actually win? Um... Yes, I do. Or do you think with the... Let's talk politics real quick with this. Uh, mo- or Oscar politics, okay? Mm. Um, with the success of Black Panther, do you think that pushes Get Out to Best Picture? No. No? I don't think so. I don't think so. 
I think other movies have gotten enough hype that I, I don't know that, the the I don't know that the result of Black Panther enough to push that. I don't think so. I, I think it says a lot in the way that where the Oscars are going that Get Out even got the nomination. I think that's mm-hmm. great, but I don't think we're skipping five steps ahead in the Oscar yeah, so yeah. white. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Oscar so yeah. white. Yeah. And honestly, like. <laughs> Out of the films I saw, I think I'm leaning towards three billboards. That's right. But but I don't think it will. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think, think so. it will either. For some reason, what I think we'll get. It. Are we going to do that a little bit later, real quick? Our yeah, we'll, we'll maybe yeah, we'll throw them out there real quick. Okay. Um, but yeah, because I kind of have what I would like to see win, and then what I really politically in this climate what I think will win. Okay. Um, my number three is that all you want to say? Yeah. Okay. Um, my number three is Thor Ragnarok. Um, I fucking love this movie. It's my favorite Marvel movie as of right now. <laughs> that might change. Because, uh, I, I, again, I think Marvel's killing it. But uh, it's a soft reboot of the Thor character in Hulk. And they took some liberty with this. Um, and, and some of it comes off a little strange. It's, it's really ballsy. But um, I have this rule. And if you're having fun in the theater, I can let some things slide. And I'm all about stakes. I'm all about... You know, um, th- those emotional stakes, killing some characters off, you know, um, and with uh, with Ragnarok, stakes go out the window. You know, I-, I don't think that they're the stakes are very rich in this, but uh, some things make no sense or some things just get brushed underneath the rug like Anthony Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the uh, uh, the Warriors, you know, they're, they're killed off. I mean, some things just happen in this and, you know, um, but at the end of the day, I don't care because I have a huge smile on my face from beginning to end. This is probably the most fun um, I had in the theater. I had a fucking blast with it. Um, supposedly 80% of it is just improvised. And I believe it. I believe everyone making this movie had fun making this movie. Um, Jeff Goldblum is terrific. Uh, Tessa Thompson is now a fan favorite Fan favorite as uh, Valkyrie. Uh, Taika Watiti as Korg steals the show. Stills the fucking show as Korg, um, also a new fan favorite. I could watch a movie just from uh, with the side characters of the MCU. Uh, give me a movie with Ned and Valkyrie and Korg and uh, <laughs> who's the general from Black Panther? Okoye. Oh, Okoye. Okoye. Yeah. Uh, Mantis. Just give me all of them in a movie doing fuck all. <laughs> okay and I'm, I'm i'm there you know i'll, I'll probably go see it fucking twice in the, in the same weekend uh, but i have no <laughs> no apologies man i i have a fucking blast with thor ragnarok i get some of the criticisms i really do but this movie is so much fun to me that's a great point because i'm not the marvel fan everybody knows that if you've listened to any of the podcasts you know that um but that expectation of the movie is great because I saw it and it was it was a Marvel fireworks show to me, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. A lot of fun. It's fun to watch. Do I need any longer of a movie? No, I don't. But um, it was fun, it was right? Fun, yeah. Um, I didn't learn anything, but you know, in in another year, I could go to another fireworks show next Fourth yeah. of July, right? Yeah, so yeah, exactly. All right. So number two, uh, Lego Batman. This movie from from the time it came out. Um, I've fucking loved it. I've watched it like four times. I kept waiting for it to get stale. And I, I don't know, for me, it just doesn't. It's, yeah, it's rapid fire jokes. Mm-hmm. You know, they throw everything at you all the time. Kind of like the first Lego movie. Um, but most of them stick for me. And there's so many in jokes, uh, that, you know, if you're just, if you're a film lover, especially if you're a Batman lover, if you're yeah. a DC lover, I don't know shit about DC. I know enough though to get a bit of these references. And I know that there's stuff that I'm missing out on that I'm sure was great, but uh, those are all 
just fun little things that kind of, you know, kind of keep it coming, keep it entertaining. But, um, <clears throat> excuse me, there's, there's still something about this movie and about the, the first Lego movie that just, I get, I just get this sense of not just fun, but of just like just being a kid. There's something playful about the whole thing uh, that even though it's frantic, like a lot of these, you know, uh, family movies are as animated, you know, just jokes everywhere. It's, it is never cynical. Yeah. Even mm -hmm. when it touches on, you know, deeper, you know, kind of deeper issues and all this stuff, it's sarcastic, but it's not cynical. And it's, it's just as refreshing now as Lego movie was to yep. me when I watched it. Only this one I think is a little tighter. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's mm -hmm. better in every way than the first Lego movie. Yeah. Um, and I, I fucking love that one. So this one just brought it up a notch. Um, what song do you prefer? Um, everything is awesome or friends or family. Oh, I think friends or family, friends or family. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah, they're both great. I think I might they're, go friends or family as well, but, um, I, I think that's that's what really tips it over. I mean, I, I, I get just, you know, some good comedy, some fun shit, um, a, a good message. It's just, again, it's just this kind of bright spot um, that is, it doesn't take itself seriously, hardly at all. But um, I don't know. It's it's just so playful. Yeah. And I, I really, I appreciate that. I think the comedy, the, the little bits of comedy throughout yeah. are so good just like just little little things just little yeah. things like someone throwing eggs real quick at the 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 yeah. uh, bat light and going ha 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 yeah. like or saying or saying pew pew pew, 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 pew when yeah. they're shooting i mean jeez i really hope nothing bad happens to that guy and then he drives <laughs> away saying nothing bad ever happens to me you know just like <laughs> shit like that i love it and yeah. that is throughout the entirety of lego batman it's yeah. mayhem the whole time yeah. it's a race start to finish absolutely but... But and that's the thing. I mean, it's it's a crapshoot with stuff like that. I mean, it's you're either gonna it's either gonna hit most of the yeah. time, and you're gonna be down with it. Or you're just gonna be like, "Fucking, I hate." Yeah, get, too much. Get this shit much, out yeah. of here. Luckily, it is sensory overload. It really it, is. absolutely. But is it idiocy or is it genius? Right? And yeah. I think you know <laughs> think for genius. this one, it's genius. Fine right? line, man. But it's a fi yeah, it's a yep. fine line. Yeah. Work for me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, number two. Yep. Mm -hmm. My number two is three billboards. Oh, nice. Um, another one that I didn't really know what to expect out of it. Um, and I don't know. We've already talked about it. This is when we get into like talking about the same movies yeah. over mm -hmm. and over. But she's such yeah, a strong female character. I think too. Very strong character. A really great ensemble cast. Yeah. Like it's, it was one of those ensembles that you get, and you're just like everybody was fantastic. Woody Harrelson, like you said, Sam Rockwell. Um, I love what happens to Woody Harrelson's character in mm -hmm. that too. Yeah, I mean, it's totally unexpected. I didn't yeah. expect it either. Yeah, um, but for his character, it kind of worked, you know, within the story. Um, and like you said, the end is a little ambiguous. Yeah, is he going to kind of redeem himself? Is he not? I don't know because um, he's not a likable character at all through most of the film. Uh, he does some really horrendous shit. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and like. Like you said, I don't know. A lot of it seems kind of believable. Honestly, I mean, just recently down in Florida, somebody has put up billboards uh, about Marco Rubio, oh, about gun him. control and stuff. Somebody mm -hmm. did what was in this yeah. movie. They rented billboards and said, you know, what the hell's taking so long or whatever, you know. Um, really, really good. And I, 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 re I remember really loving the music in it, too. I thought the music was really solid. The, the cinematography's great, yeah. Just a solid film. Like I said, I, I think it 
should win, but I don't think it will. But I think it should win uh, Best Picture, potentially. My number two, we talked about a little bit as well, was The Big Sick. Um, nice. Really surprised me. Uh, you know, I didn't know anything about the, the story other than, you know, I didn't know anything. I just, I watched Silicon Valley, and this guy's in Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. And, and so I thought, oh, that's fun. He wrote a movie. Um, but, you know, says a lot about uh, race, says a lot about religion, about family, oh. mm-hmm. um, about dealing with a stressful situation, you know, that, that comes up in your life. And then we... Uh, we get to the end and I didn't know it was the true story of how we met his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then you have that, that, uh, moment of realism. And then, you know, like, like you guys already said, the supporting cast was great. Um, so it, it made my number two probably because of how big a, of a surprise and how much I enjoyed it without knowing anything about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'll echo that. My number two is the big sick. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, wow. I absolutely love this movie. Um, it's written by married couple, Emily Gordon and Camille Nanjiani. Um, loosely based on their real life uh, romance, but it stars Camille, which uh, this is my first introduction to the actor. I've n- I never mm. watched Silicon Valley or any of his other stuff, and I'm an instant fan. This guy is so, um, you know, undeniably charming. Uh, a big fan. But uh, Big Sick is a fun comedy. It's not afraid to tackle those heavy subjects, like you said um, illness, relationships, religion, uh, Muslims in America, terrorism, 9 11. Um, everything is layered and has like this perfect balance. Um, the relationship between Camille and his parents and their traditions are the highlight mm-hmm. of, of, um, of that movie for me. Um, the scenes with Camille wrestling with his Pakistani heritage and American lifestyle, you know, um, which, you know, actually, actually connects to his family are great. The relationship between Camille and Emily's parents, you know, bringing them in are phenomenal. Uh, the supporting cast is great. I honestly think Ray Romato should have been I was nominated. just going to say, that's another one where, like, yeah, how did they miss should, that yeah, one? How did they miss that one? Because his relationship, the, the way that grows between yeah. those two is is just amazing to watch. Yeah, just yeah. a great movie. Um, it's a charming date movie that goes above and beyond what you expect from the genre. So mm-hmm. I'm going number nice. two. Number, number one. one. Number one. Uh, this Boss one surprised baby. me. Wow. Yep. Out of nowhere. It was it was almost a tie between Mother. Boss Baby and Nine Lives. Yeah. But <laughs> I think yeah, you're right. It was Boss tough. Baby. But Boss Baby was really the clear winner when I had to yeah. think about it. Um, it's probably gonna win Best Animated, so <laughs> No, this this one snuck up on me and um it's the Florida Project. Oh wow, number Whoa. one. Damn. Yeah, that surprised the shit out of me. I've got to I, see it now. Yeah, I watched it. I didn't even yeah. know you watched it. I knew he watched I it. I watched it just like a couple days ago. Yeah. And uh, I had to catch up on Damn. some other movies. I watched it and I was like, wow, that was that was real fucking good. Mm-hmm. And then I had to watch uh, Dunkirk. And I got about halfway through Dunkirk and I'm like, I want to watch Florida Project again. So <laughs> <laughs> I watched Florida Project again. Yeah. And then I finished Dunkirk. And then today I watched half a Florida project. Again. Yeah, wow, wow. And this movie just absolutely mesmerizes me. It's the most real, authentic film I've seen in in forever. There's how barely... did they miss this? Like, how does Academy miss this? I don't. Know. I, I, I don't. It's... Did you any of you guys see Call Me by Your Name? No, no. no. So I, I watched that one, and this Florida project blows it out of the water. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. know why there's this enamored with. Call Me By Your Name. It didn't do anything for me. The story was kind of <laughs> blah. Mm-hmm. The characters are blah. It's pretty. It's it's enjoyable enough. But yeah. Florida Project was just phenomenal. Well, it's, I mean, it's, there's barely a plot to it. Yeah. It's just kind of a fly kind of, on the wall. Yeah, kind of like a kind week of in thing. the life of them. Exactly. And um, 
I don't know. It's so it's so hard to explain because when you try and put it into words, mm-hmm. it just if you try and explain exactly. it, it's gonna sound it's just it's gonna sound like um it's gonna sound shittier than it is mm-hmm. <laughs> you know um but what i loved about this movie is that there it's like there's equal parts like heartache and celebration in it yeah. it's like it's it's very innocent and it's not innocent at all mm-hmm. it's like these kids uh are just the product of their environment yeah. like a hundred percent but mm-hmm. they're just kids they're still kids yeah a hundred percent through and through. And, um, it's, it never, it never goes to this super dark territory, which is what yeah. I was afraid of. What you, is what mm-hmm. you expect. You, you expect when you hear, it's like, okay, yeah. you know, get very, by a very or, independent yeah. director, or, you know, I'm going to find, you know, just, basically I'm going to watch for two hours. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, you know, spend a little bit of time with these kids. I'm going to find out one of them gets raped every day. And yeah, one of them gets yeah. beat all the one time. One gets eaten exactly. by an alligator. One gets, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, instead, I, I just I feel like I get served equal portions of of disgust and love and um, again heartache and pain yeah. and but then there's joy a sense of wonder too and you know? exactly and just wonder and um, reality and it's it's just this constant meshing together of these opposites yeah mm-hmm. um, and it's just so. It's just so fucking real. And Willem Dafoe, dude. And oh, yeah, I was gonna say Willem Dafoe. Like he's that scene with the the, potential the would-be pedophile. pedophile. Would-be yeah. pedophile. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's that's it, incredible. It's, yeah, it's written so well and played so well. Like, hey, come with me, and like, I don't know. It's just yeah. and I and his character so well. is probably my favorite character yeah. in any movie this year. Well, someone's got to listen to this, and they're going to pop in, you know, Florida Project, and they're yeah. like, oh, man, I heard these guys say that Willem Dafoe is amazing. And it's yeah. it's not like it's not like it, it's not like that. It's no. it's more of a just a natural a, performance. Mm-hmm. He fit. It's William fucking Dafoe, but he yeah. fits perfectly within this. Tell you what, this movie, there is the acting to me is so good in this movie. I don't even know mm. if it's acting like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what happens. There's no craft on display yeah. it is just there's nothing that's like here's these characters i'm just i'm just watching these people and, and yeah willem dafoe is the only yeah. person that you recognize yeah mm-hmm. and he just completely disappears he's just and oh. that's what you worry about is like is he gonna be too big a name that yeah. he's well, gonna draw you um, out of it uh, but, what's but, his, who's the dude that showed up in the nwa movie the manager where you got these actors that you're not really familiar with yeah. and then all of a sudden this yeah. face and shows that, up and that's my favorite movie of that year but when yeah. i see paul giamatti i'm taking because everything else is so real with the mm-hmm. straight out of compton everything yeah. is so you spot on and it, it makes you disappear in the movie but paul giamatti shows up right yeah. Willem Dafoe does not it do that to nope not because he's not he's not like this ostentatious character he's he's just nope. he's a real guy and he, and yeah. he plays it so kind of subdued and honest and and that works. And very you honest get performance. That's a great. Yeah, yeah. Get, and, get drawn in, and I just out of it. His character just. If there's any gaps in the humanity of all these other mm-hmm. characters, and he he, yeah, fills he fills in all in. the gaps. And like I said, Brett, he just takes everything that's there, which is already good, and he's like this glue that puts it together and elevates the whole thing. His mm-hmm. character and the the, you know, like nobody like people don't respect him, mm-hmm. but they all. They all kind of love him. He takes yeah. care. He takes yep. care of everyone. Sure, he's a he's a good guy. He's got a good heart, um, and he just takes he takes all the shit, yeah. and he's and okay with that. That other guy that we were talking about, is, that's his son, I assume. They I assume it's his son. So. There's only one scene, yeah, with them. I assume it's kind of his son that 
he doesn't have a strong relationship yeah. with. Well, it sounds yeah, it sounds like he he you know his son wished his you know his ex wife a, a happy birthday for him. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, no, tell her I take it back, and of course, his son gets pissed. Yeah. yeah, it seems that way, and it keep it keeps mm-hmm. it kind of open ended. But did he jerk off his son behind the ice machine? I don't think so. No, they, <laughs> they I never. Think they, cut I, that scene. I, I, they didn't show him install the ice machine, so. Um, he does go into his maintenance shit a lot, so yeah, I don't know what else in there. And, I, and, and <laughs> again, like, what the fuck is this movie about? <laughs> now I really want to see it. <laughs> and you already mentioned it, but the, the little girl's phenomenal. The mom is mm-hmm. very believable. I mean, you know, I she was like, almost too believable. I know. Me, I'm like, <laughs> they just got a junkie to yeah. play this character. And I thought so. She walks I around with a thought, like she doesn't have a bra on sometimes, yeah, mm-hmm. and that's very sexy to me. But <laughs> I, I, <laughs> but also just. Just one more, one That's more awesome. thing about it though is you like the thong scene. Is that for I, I? I'm glad it doesn't. It doesn't do a lot of pulling your emotions this way or no, that yeah, way. Yeah. It just presents There's it. There's nothing and it that says, feels set up. And it says, you know, whatever your worldview is, it's just how you're gonna feel. Mm-hmm. You're gonna judge all of these characters the way you would judge anybody it, that you yeah. would just run into if you just went to this place. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't try and sell you anything. Yeah. It just presents it to you. And, like, and in that way, it, it kind of challenges you on um, your judgments of yeah. how would you would view it. Exactly. If you just drove by, you would look at this, how would you feel? But exactly. like, here's here's kind of a better look of yeah. what goes and on. And yeah. the third act, though, the last scene, that, that girl, oh, when, is maybe the most you... heartbreaking thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I, shit, I was... I was on the floor. Great you know, great you know what happens is gonna be is gonna be best for her, but she's still being ripped away from her environment that she knows. Yeah, you know? uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, and that's the thing you have to you you question all of it. Yeah. Like yeah. you know why you know why these people are here. Yeah, you know what they're doing, and it makes sense. But it is like you have no it, idea what's going at, on at the time. Right. You're no. like, <laughs> this is like this is the worst thing that yeah. can happen. Yeah. And the response but from the mother the is like, thing. you want me to fucking help you? Yeah. You want me to help you yeah. take my daughter away from me? Yeah. You know? Spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> but the we end- told you at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Two and a half hours. But the, ending, the ending is, yeah, is amazing. Yeah. And, so, and then with her and her friend, like it's it's kind of it's, a weird, yeah. beautiful ending to it. Yeah. Matt, did you watch this movie? He I hasn't watched yet. it yet. Oh, man, you intrigued? I am intrigued. Yeah. I just, I was you intrigued, Jeremy? I'm intrigued, yeah. yeah. It's an absolute experience. I think everybody should watch it at least And I didn't once. even know about it till like maybe a month ago. And it's been on it different kinda... parts of our list, too. It was your number one. Was it was it my you? number four. It was my number eight. But so it it's could... kind of all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it, seriously, it, again, like I said, between two and five, it could fall anywhere. I could yeah. easily yeah, push yeah. it up to two, really. Yeah. Great, great on, movie. On so, I was very happy to get my surprise awesome. yeah. at the end of the year. That's I was pretty impressive that. that I came in at the and very Where I put it at eight, it, it, could have, it could have trinkled down to top five, but mm-hmm. it was like, I, I'm wrestling yeah, with it because you... it's like, I just watched it, yeah. fucking loved it, I knew it would haunt me, <laughs> I'm just going to put it on a list and yeah. just be done with it so it's there, yeah. but it could have easily slipped into my top five. Yeah. So my number one last year is Blade Runner. Mm, wow. Nice. I just, I just fucking love that movie. It, <laughs> it just, like, for all the things you said before, it paid homage to the first one in such a perfect way. It, it like, it's like, um, Dennis Villanueva or whatever. He's, <laughs> he's a fan, but he's not like a, super a fan. fanatic. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, like, he's like, oh, I love Blade Runner. It's going to be great. Yeah. But he's like, I love Blade Runner. I'm going to research the hell out of it. Yeah. I'm going to work in you know, like it is written really well. Like yeah. it, it, like you said, it, 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 it ties into the first one 
It doesn't get too crazy. It's not yeah. a blockbuster shoot 'em up so action thing. Yeah. It has the tone of the first one. How it's do you get that abs- greenlit, man? How do you how do you make that? Yeah. It's and, a, it's a hundred million dollar it's how much would was this movie? Oh, I don't remember. So let's call it one fifty. Yeah. Probably more than that. It's a hundred and fifty million dollar sci fi independent movie. Just yeah. like the yeah. first one. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they had to have seen like the dailies and be like, okay, it's a lot like the first one. Yeah. Are people going to respond? Because they didn't to the first one. Yeah. It became a cult classic years and years yeah. later. Mm-hmm. Like, I think this one might because it's going to take some time to, you know, uh, simmer. It's the most it's, expensive independent film I've ever seen. Yeah. And the acting was strong from, like you said, Gosling to um, Harrison Ford to even his uh, artificial girlfriend. Yeah, that's what I think we're talking about, me. like uh, technology. How technology yeah. advances yeah. in Blade Runner 2020. And, it, and they did it in a such a subtle way where it wasn't anything that like and I would have, seemed too much and i would have appreciated that more but we're big fans of her it was in our top five that yeah. year and her mm-hmm. did the same thing with that kind of technology yeah you know yeah. um so it kind of took it a little bit away and yeah. blade runner 2049 it wasn't a fresh experience like it was for gotcha. probably a few but it just, i don't know like i didn't i wasn't expecting a whole lot of it you know i like to love the first one it's in her pantheon but yeah there's there's this hesitation like well How's it going to turn out? Do you think twenty forty nine is Pantheon? Um, you said you like Blade Runner, the first one better than this one. Yeah. I think I like this one better than Blade really? Runner. So, well, I got to watch it again. I've only watched it like a couple times, but did, I don't know. Like, I just getting so engrossed in it, and the world's built so well, and the and the visuals are just phenomenal. Like you phenomenal. said, amount made yeah. so many times. Like, if Deacons doesn't win, I don't know what the fuck they're smoking. <laughs> no this, shit. Every shot in this was just beautiful and. And I'll say it again, like that the near the end when they're fighting in the rain and the waters mm. like rising. Yeah. I don't know how you shoot that and make it clear enough to see it and be, it was unbelievable. I was just in awe of that scene. Yeah. Um it's just it was just uh like we've gotten into it with some of the other stuff. It was an experience and it was just a such a uh, pleasurable experience to like sit down and watch that and it didn't feel too long to me really and Ryan um, missed it in the theater man yeah, oh, yeah. you gotta see that shit in the theater I think you do it's just which which does hurt it a little bit cause like you can't watch it on a yeah. 30 inch screen yeah. you, you have to experience that and uh, a 30 inch screen I don't know. People have shitty 30-inch little flat oh, screens. Oh, you can't yeah. watch. Okay, never mind. I'm sorry. What are you least saying? I missed the experience of on a watching 30-inch it on screen. Yeah. Like, what? You have no idea what it's like to watch it on a laptop with <laughs> headphones on. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> um, no, it's it from, honestly, like from when I walked out of the theater, I was like, this is probably going to be right at the top for, for my best films this year because it was just, I was awestruck by it, so... About you, Jay. Number one film. I could give a shit about Jared Leto. Really. <laughs> My I'm number one film is Blade Runner 2049 Ooh, as well. Nicely done. <laughs> uh, I mean, visual feast every single scene. There's yeah. not a single like location that is not unique and gorgeous and beautiful. Um, I, you know, it, for, for those of you who don't know, I, I went to school for audio engineering. Sound design and film is is really important to me. The sound design is fantastic. Oh, yeah. The score is fantastic. And then, you know, the story, which is is the same theme as the first one of what does it mean to be human, um, was just great, too. And, and, and they, they did it so well. I mean, Ryan Gosling's character, you know, if you watch the previews, you're like, oh, he's going to be an android, you know. So, uh, the, But they tell you right away, right? Mm-hmm. They're not trying to jerk you around with it. And then you think that they're going to do this twist of he's the the child and then they tell you right away oh he is the child 
and then you find out at the end that he's not, and your mm-hmm. heart breaks with him at the same time. Um, it just got me. It was a slow burn, but they developed that character so well. It was beautiful. It, you know, I think it's the all-around experience that made this my yeah. number one, is mm-hmm. when I'm looking at category, acting, uh, location, cinematography, sound, uh, was just great in all of them. Is Deckard That's a replicant? See, I... Go ahead. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. See, I love that they still left that in. See, I think they you answered think they it. answered it. I, think I love that it still it. could be debated. Yeah, living out because in, that was in a big Vegas. You yeah. know, no one else lives out there. Only him. You know, he's not sick. You know, he's not infected in any way. You know, I think they. I think they clear. And everyone else that shows up in Vegas has like the face mask that aren't replicants. You know, so I, I think they clearly answered it, but I, I, I'm sure try hard mm-hmm. enough, you could probably argue it down. So, <laughs> well, he was all because that was a big the, fear going into it, though. It's like, yeah. what are they going to do? Is it going to ruin it if they say yeah. he is or if he isn't? And the CG of his lover, um, I forget her name from, from Blade Runner. Yeah, from the Rachel, original. Rachel. Yeah, mm-hmm. Rachel is the best I've ever seen. It. Oh yeah, it was, it's yeah. better than uh, Tarkin. Yeah. sucks. Yeah. Fucking hate looking at Tarkin. I hate looking at fucking Leia. I'm just bitching about Star Wars all good. <laughs> and um, Kurt Russell was done really well mm-hmm. in Guardians Volume Two, but it's it's the best I've ever seen it in Blade Runner 2049. And, and that's why I think he's not because I think that they're they're doing this thing where where she's you know clearly not human, and he is, and they've like had this child right. Yeah. So. Um, my, I think that goes into the theme of what it does it mean to be human and how how far has this come and do we even know the difference? So, man, I'm really surprised this movie's not on your list. My number one, my number one is your number two, and Justice it was League? it was a joy. Justice, Justice League, League is my number <laughs> Came out of nowhere. <laughs> no, two, definitely a surprise sorry. for Brad. <laughs> but man, to all the DC fans that say there's a DC hate train or that you know. Um, that AV video land is just uh, Marvel fanboys. Um, my number one is is you can just suck my big fat dick, okay? Because <laughs> it is Lego Lego Batman. I mm-hmm. fucking love this movie. This movie is a complete joy. It is sensory overload at times, but uh, uh, if you watched it once, I would I would suggest you go watch it again. You know, mm-hmm. um, it, it gets easier with you know multiple viewings. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you do something right. I'm going to give you some respect. I'm going to give you some love. Um, Lego Batman is my favorite movie. It gets so many things right. I think it's better than Lego movie. I think it's a tighter experience. You brought that up. Um, It's a pure joy, honestly, for the genre. Okay? I think it's a perfect movie. I don't think there's anything wrong with Lego Batman. Um, It's a fanboy's delight. There are jokes from every Batman movie from the 60s to 89 to Batman Forever uh, to The Dark Knight. It recalls uh, the Prince Parade music in Batman 89. They reference Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah, Suicide Squad. I mean, Bane... um, Like, what if we got a bunch of villains together? Bane is the the Bane that you want from the comics, but he's with the Tom Hardy (laughs) voice from from Dark Mm -hmm. Knight. I mean, it recalls the shark repellent, the Mm -hmm. two boats... From, from Dark Knight, oh, yeah, you know? Yeah. Uh, but it knows its history, and it's proud of it. The good mm-hmm. and the fucking bad. Um, the jokes and uh, the references of the rapid fire. But I mm-hmm. think it, it they they nail it. I think it, it uh, it's a high percentage of, mm-hmm. of the uh, jokes and references yep. land. 
Um, it's fun. It's energetic. It's meta. Uh, they call Batman on his stupid shit. Like he's mm. he's been <laughs> he's been um, uh, in Gotham all of these years, right? Cleaning up crime, but it's still the shittiest place to live. Yeah. You know, so it's like, yeah. is, is he really doing his fucking job? And you have all these plans, right? Like in Dark Knight, the two boats, right? The best fucking plan is just to take out the goddamn bat signal, <laughs> and that's what the Joker does. That's at the beginning. He throws eggs at the the fucking bat signal, so it can't go up in the in the sky. Uh, but uh, the relationship between Joker and Batman mm-hmm. is spot on. They they understand these two characters. Um, the Phantom Zone is 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 so ingenious. You know, you take um, it's a prison for all the bad guys that you love. You know, uh, from different franchises like Sauron, King Kong, Lord Voldemort, Doctor Who robots, Gremlins, even the Wicked Witch of the West. Um, it's it's just a cinephile's wet dream. You know, um, it's got everything you want. The music is great. I think um, Friends or Family is probably better than Everything Is Awesome. Um, uh, the comedy is rich. The style, the animation, the design, the fucking lighting. Yeah, in in, in Lego Movie is is just beautiful. I can watch. I can just pause it and just look at anything um, within this movie. Uh, the cast is awesome. Will Arnett is mm. as, as Batman <laughs> is fantastic. Michael Sarah nails Robin. He's so fucking <laughs> yeah. hilarious. Um, Zach Galifianakis, Zach Galifianakis um, as the Joker <laughs> is great. Hard name Holy to say, God. but he's awesome. <laughs> um, but it's an, insp- an an important story about family friendships. Uh, dealing with the death of a loved one, you know. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, man. Um, this almost slid off to like three or four, you know, because of Ninjago. Ninjago knocked the piss out of this movie for me, okay. Yeah. But if I'm being real with myself, if I'm being honest, Lego Batman, I think is the purest movie of 2017. It it was a great, it was a bonding film too for my daughter and I. We bought every Lego Batman toy we could find. Uh, we have. 30 of these characters around here somewhere um we watched it again last night she fell asleep while me watching it you know we've watched this thing like five or six times um it's it just become our movie so uh, my only criticism is i don't get it i want more i want more jokes i want more songs i want more bane i want more penguin i want i want more of condiment man (laughs) you know i uh I just want more of everything. It's just a love letter to everything geeky, and that's why it's my number one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. condiment man. Like yeah. Google it, right? I yeah, mean, it's hilarious, right? It's worth yep. a Google. Yeah. I, can, I can quote <laughs> this movie all day. My wife loves it so much; she calls her computer Peter. Yes, yeah, so like, Peter. Where's my Peter? Yeah, I, I'm. Um, I asked my daughter if I should buy a shirt that says pew pew pew. Pew pew. Yeah. Yeah. I love the sound effects. I can quote this movie. You know, endlessly. I mean, mm. all day. There's like uh, the the two uh, people driving the airplane at the beginning, right? He loses <laughs> rock paper scissors, and he gets out of his seat and he goes, "I'm a loser at work." He's like, "I'm a loser at home, and I'm a loser at work." You know, it's just, it's just little shit like that. I absolutely love it. I think it's just, a, yeah, it's just a treasure, man. So that's uh, it's my number one movie of the year. Is there anything else you guys want to add about your top ten list? Like I said, it was just very difficult because, like, I love that movie. That's in my honorable mentions. Guardians was in my honorable mentions. Coco. The only reason Coco probably didn't make it because we went and saw it at that, like, dinner theater thing. Oh, and it was kind of a shitty experience. Uh, so movie I, studio I girl. Fuck that Movie place, studio girls, piece of shit. <laughs> Fucked up everything. Um, so on repeated viewings, I'm sure I'd love Coco even more. Yeah. And then that frozen bullshit at the beginning sucked the wind out of it. <laughs> Dude, shit. Um, so like there's just so many that I really did enjoy. It was tough to split. It was great. Yeah. Like where do I put that? Like there's split there, didn't make your ten? It didn't make my ten. Okay. And it's like it's one of those things like where do I put it? If like what do I have to bump up? What do I have to like it was so good. Yeah. 
so surprising. Even some other ones like Star Wars, again, like you, I love Star Wars, but where does it fit in this? Mm -hmm. Like, is it, it's still one of my probably favorite movies this year because I enjoyed it, but like, where does it fit in a top 10 list? I don't know. Um, I did enjoy The Disaster Artist. Not enough to put it in top 10, but I was surprised by how good that was. Um, Shape of Water, like I said, was... I I liked certain aspects of it, but not enough to put it in there. And uh, yeah, those those would be my honorable mentions. But it was very difficult to put this list together because there's surprisingly some good films out there. How how did the DC fan not put Lego Batman on his 10? Well, you know, I I really enjoyed that movie, but my 10 was more... um, more based on like, because we're, we're we're leading up to Oscars, right? Mm-hmm. And and do I think Lego Batman is like the does it need to be one of the ten films? I think it would. Uh, for how me, does, it wasn't. How does it not get best animated? How does that not even get nominated? nominated I know. Animated. Like Boss Baby does, but Lego yeah. Batman fucking doesn't even get nominated. Boss Baby and goddamn Ferdinand. Yeah, I mean it's the history it, of fucking Batman on film. It, wait, like, what are they? They, they get to shoot. they get to put it up for whatever category they want. So my only assumption is they tried they to didn't. put it up for best film instead of best animated, or you know, they, yes. yeah, that, that, they missed the boat. And, and for me, this. yeah, if if this was my top ten most fun films, one or two yeah, for okay. Lego Batman, but um, but you know, it's it 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 wasn't like a. I didn't go away from that learning anything or feeling any different. See, and that's like, where I think I, I have to disagree. Like, I think it's so quality. I think, you know, when you are when you can learn something about 60s Batman or mm-hmm. you can, you know, uh, people are holding up signs as Batman forever, just owning its history mm-hmm. is so clever. I, I fucking loved yeah, it. It was, um, it was fun to finally see DC willing to make fun of themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that was a lot of fun because that's when, like, that that's the thing, like, with, like, Ragnarok, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. Can we all agree that some of this is a little bit ridiculous yeah. and just kind of own it? Uh, that's that was another thing I just I loved about Lego Batman because Batman's such a fucking serious franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, it has know. become. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway. Honorable mentions for me, real quick: Colossal. Oh, I really yeah. enjoyed Colossal. Mm-hmm. Um, Brawl and Cell Block '99. Um, I thought it was really good. Uh, uh, Wind River. That was a really tight thriller. It just fell off. Probably would have been 11, 12, 13, somewhere around there. Um, Get Out was on my 10 at the beginning of the year, and then it fell out, um, off with all these other good movies. Um, it, mm-hmm. really good. I really did enjoy It. I'm really looking forward to the sequel. You know, yeah. I'll be the first in line. Um, Guardians 2 was was good. Um, and then uh, Mother, probably the most ambitious movie of, of 2017. Um, but some disappointments for me. Last Jedi, still, you know, processing. Um, Baby, Baby Driver, I thought was overrated. Um, War of the Planet of the Apes. Um, I don't know. I, I was expecting so much more from mm-hmm. War of the Planet of the Apes. Um, but you, Ryan, any disappointments, honorable mentions? Uh, so honorable mentions, uh, Baby Driver, <laughs> since I <laughs> fucked that one up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Big Sick. Uh, it was a movie that I, I really, I liked a lot. Unfortunately, I, I couldn't, um, I just didn't believe their relationship. It felt fast and rushed a little to me. Um, it was only then, based on truth. Wow. <laughs> but then, and then it just, I don't know. It just it kind of felt like they separated so quickly. I don't know. I couldn't buy the relationship and the whole movie hinges on that. If I can't really feel the passion that they have for each other. Then you're going to hate Shape of Water. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the only thing that kept me back. It, it was, it was a, it was a really good, uh, 
uh, screenplay. It was well done. And I love, uh, I can't remember his fucking name. I love the lead. Camille mm-hmm. Comigiana. Yeah. And his brother in that is great, too. I mean, that, oh, scene, yeah. where oh, the, man. that scene where they're like in the hot dog stand eating what you know yeah. whatever they brought. <laughs> yeah. And some, somebody's like staring at him and he's talking about 9-11. He said, yeah, we lost 10 good oh, guys yeah. that day. Yeah. We lost two of our best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ray Romano, great. Ray, Ray Romano asks him his position on yeah. 9-11. Oh, yeah. It was a tragedy. We lost He's like, no, no, I'm anti terrorist. Oh, my God. We lost 10 of our best guys. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the funniest joke of last year. And I don't know. There was something about also that it it felt like um, like it was really, uh, it had a lot of potential to touch on the religion and tradition stuff. And just didn't, I don't know, I didn't feel like it really explored that enough for me. But it was really good. You're, Um, You're fucking high. I am fucking high as shit. <laughs> that that was on all three of ours, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I can't um, wait for you to watch Florida Project, dude. Mm-hmm. And this is an honorable mention, not because I actually think it would be close to the 10, but I thought it was kind of refreshing to get Belco Experiment. I thought that was fun to have just a, a fun genre movie. Real, just seems like it's just kind of quickly made and and just uh, fun. There was nothing really unique about it. That's what, I mean, yeah, it yeah. holds it all back. But it was just kind of cool to, to get that. Um, my disappointments. There's Dunkirk was a disappointment. I think I mm-hmm. Dunkirk just kind of just sits right and meh. I could see Oscar going Dunkirk too. Maybe yeah, we'll talk I about can. it. I, I'm not a history buff, and, and I can see if you love history, then you know maybe Dunkirk's for you. For for me, it wasn't. I, I'm yeah. just not connected yeah. to any of the characters in Dunkirk. No. They all look yeah. the same. You know, yeah. I never know where I'm at. You know, everything looks the same. The characters look the same. Location looks the same. I was just completely... I think my favorite part was the Tom Hardy, you know, yes. cat and mouse The stuff. plane stuff, mm-hmm. that was yeah. that was my favorite, too. Yeah, I think I do think it picked up the second half. I enjoyed the second half and the first half, but um, Ninjago was a big disappointment. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And that has um, Camille Nanjiani in it. Yeah, yeah that, not enough. That was not unfortunate. Make um, him your fucking lead. Your name was a big... That anime oh, man. we tried to watch, that was a big disappointment. I didn't um, think it was that bad. But I, I don't think that technically counts for this year. I think it was oh, technically okay. Before, Never mind. But I think gonna, it was 2017. Maybe it'll be on my mm. list next year. Probably maybe. not. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, was, I was disappointed with Wonder Woman, which was kind of sad. I didn't have huge expectations. I thought it, it was a very solid movie. Yeah, I, Wonder Woman yeah. was good. It was, it, but I was, good. I was disappointed just because I was really pushing for something that was a little bit higher. Yeah. Um, on that. So it doesn't mean it's a bad movie. It's just disappointing. Same thing with Colossal. Colossal was disappointing to me. I was expecting more out of it. Uh, Despicable Me 3. I love the first two. And Despicable mm-hmm. Me 3 was garbage. I hated it. Um, <laughs> three Billboards was a disappointment to me. I couldn't, yeah, you hated it. I couldn't get into these characters. And Get Out was a disappointment to me. I don't, for the life of me, understand why everyone thinks this movie is so great. Hey, Matt, I can't figure it out. Is Ryan uh, right or wrong about billboards uh he's probably wrong i feel like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said it right yeah. away i'm in the i'm in the minority yeah. here uh and and get out i just it 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 just i don't know what to say it the, the it feels it feels like a comedy sketch that just got stretched out and made kind of serious well, you i don't said think it earlier it's, i think he said it earlier it's a, you, uh you said step or yeah why. Must, yeah. yeah and it's that's what i get way. i mean that's yep. fine i do get it but is Stepford Wives is that worth all of the the hoopla? If it feels like a, an extended episode of Twilight Zone, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, it's it's cool, fucking best picture. Are we fucking really talking about that? But it, I don't know. I just I just I thought it was kind. I don't know. I actually talked with Brad. It's like I'm 
trying to figure out if I even like it. I liked it a lot when I first watched it, and then yeah. I was going with the hype. Watched it again. I think I watched it a third time. I was like, you know what, man? I just I, it lost mm. value every time I watched it. I just wasn't interested at the end of the year. I'm excited about Jordan Peele. I can't. Mm. I I really hope he continues and pushes forward and makes more stuff. I really mm. am super pumped for the stuff that he yeah. puts out. I just I. I I don't even like hate it because I don't even like hate the hype. I'm cool with the hype. That's fine. I just I don't know. Felt kind of sloppy to me, to be honest yeah, with and you. And you got yours right. Yeah. My only honorable yeah. mention we haven't talked about yet is Lady Bird. Um, I know it's mm-hmm. getting pushed for a lot of things. I watched it. I'm a big fan of '80s movies where it's just like this this window of time into a life, and and that's what it was. I mean, not there's no like real like climax or like you know grand storytelling here. It's just we're watching this this girl and and kind of a real mother daughter relationship that's very complex um you might love uh, florida might project. Love that you might love florida project then yeah and, and so that's what it was I, I understand where it's getting some of the hype i don't think it deserves you know a lot of the oscar my, my disappointments for the year um and does, you, does it have a chance to win best picture you think i think it's one of those films that the Academy picks that everybody else is like, well, I mean, yeah, the fuck it I mean, this, that's my pick yeah. for, for best this picture. I've never yeah. even seen it, but it I feel like that's Gino? where they'll go. No, uh, fuck it, yeah, man. I mean, it's not it's as funny as Juno, yeah. but, but yeah, I mean, it's that kind of thing. Um, my, hate Juno? My, my that's dis- a Sunshine movie. Little Miss Sunshine. Oh, Sunshine. Is that what you little use yeah. it? Yeah, Little, little Miss Sunshine. Sunshine, yeah. Is it this little this year's Little Miss Sunshine? It's similar to that, yeah, I would say. But again, that's funny. Right. I don't know how funny Lady Bird is. La- Lady Bird has funny moments in that I like. In the two thousands, I remember people being like th- mm-hmm. that way, and that's funny to me. But um, it's it's one of those movies that you know the Academy loves, yeah. even though it's not really marketable at a, a big scale. Um, and then my one disappointment for for the year, and and you guys know that I will defend tooth and nail DC no matter where it goes, but. I am hardcore. Superman is my man. You don't fuck around with it, and that CGI mustache ruined Justin to sleep. For me. <laughs> yeah. I I enjoyed. I I had fun with the film. Other than that, but every time he was in and that CGI upper lip came, I got pissed off. Yeah. I just got so fucking mad. Are you pissed you didn't get black suit Superman too? Um, I would have liked to see it, and I I think there was a cut scene. Um, in in the the D, uh the Blu-ray or the DVD, I haven't uh, gone into the extra features yet. Um, but I mean, yeah, it just it just made me made me mad. I I thought the Flash was fun. I, I thought Aquaman was fun. Um, but man, disappointment because again, DC had a chance to do something great, and and um, they fell short of great. Yeah. Let's score this year real quick. Um, I'm going to give it, uh, I said at the beginning of this, I think it's a great year for good movies. Not a lot of great ones. Um, I don't even think I have a Pantheon movie this year. I love Lego Batman. I think it's really close to perfect. Um, maybe. Maybe I could push that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I would give it probably a 3.5 out of 5 this year. What about you, Ryan? I'd give it a 3. 3 out of 5? Yeah, 3 out of 5. I'd, I'd say 3.5. There were, Like I said, there were a lot of surprising ones that kind of came out of nowhere that like you said, may, might not be great, but we're better than I would have expected. Yeah. So there are a lot of good really ones. Really happy with this end of the year Florida, Florida project, too. Yeah. Really happy with that. I'd give it a 375 because of the surprise this year, and I would give Blade Runner 2049 Pantheon. Yeah, I would too, um, I for, for me, I mean, I just... I, I, I get where some people would, would have some reservations, but 
I, like we talked about, I mean, cinematography, beautiful scene, or like scenery, beautiful sound design, beautiful. So, um, that, that gets me close to a four, but there was some shit stuff this year too. <laughs> right. As, as we close here, guys, um, we're, we're already going really long. So I just want to get, uh, your, Wake up. your best picture, man, best picture. I think I want three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri to win. Who do I think will win? Man, this is. There's not a clear winner this year. Like last year, I knew it was Moonlight or La La. I just knew yeah. it. I just knew it. Um, this year, I have no idea. I don't think my three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri will win. Shape of Water. Ah, it could. The Post, I think, is very overrated. Phantom Thread. I'm going to say Dunkirk will win. I think they're going to give. Um, Christopher Nolan some love this year. You know, I think that's where they're going to go. I want three billboards. I think Dunkirk is overrated. What do you think? Um, boy. Lady boy. I, lady, lady boy. boy. <laughs> the best foreign film. Lady boy's got a good chance. Best foreign film. Lady Straight boy. from the Philippines. <laughs> mm-hmm. Of what I know of all these movies, because I didn't see hardly any of them. Well, I guess I saw a couple. So who do you want to win off, off uh, of what you've seen? Off of what I've seen. It's funny you should say this. Uh, three billboards. Okay. As much as I, you know, didn't love the movie, I, I don't know. I, it's it's still, to me, the most interesting movie on this list. Yeah. Um, who do you think will take it? I actually think there, three billboards could. Yeah? Yeah. What do you think, Marsh? Um, yeah, I've seen like five out of the nine um, I don't know anything about Darkest Hour, really how they think, how they feel about that. So I don't know what kind of chance it has. Um, I don't really think the post has much of a chance. I would like to see out of the ones I've seen. I would like to see th- three billboards. I think would actually be my front runner with Get Out as a second. But I, I really think they're going to go towards like Ladybird. I really think that really? seems like the, the pick for them okay. out of all of these. I so, don't think Dunkirk really does have a chance. So I th- I think Dunkirk. You think Three Billboards. You I think, think Ladybird. Lady Bird. Um, three Billboards is what I agree. I think it's the most interesting movie on, on the list. Um, <clears throat> I agree that Ladybird is the type of film the Academy like so i wouldn't be surprised if it was that i think it's three billboards i think get out has a backdoor chance just because the last two years it has been this oscar so white thing and i think that there's a possibility that the academy will make a point yeah maybe. Um, mm-hmm. and so i can see that too. is he up for anything else over there that he could and especially him with director especially but he's I, not going to get director no, oscar so white combined well. with the uh, the the success of Black Panther and yeah. the movement that we're in right now, I, mean, I could really see Get Out going. I could see that. I just, <clears throat> I don't know. I just, I get the sense that Lady Bird is kind of their their pick, their it, type of movie. It's and, the type of movie that we see yeah. all the time. The the yeah. Academy loving that nobody fucking saw. Yeah. And or Call Me by Your Name, but honestly, Saving, I saw that. Like I said, I don't think it was very good. So did Saving Private Ryan win Best Picture? Or did it just win Best Director mm-hmm. that year? Just Director. Yeah, Best Director. No, yeah, what, yeah. Best Picture was uh, Shakespeare in Love. Fuck Love. So Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> exactly. Fuck him. Yeah. You know I mean? Fucked his way to the top. <laughs> fucked his way right to the top. That fucking slobby blobby bastard. Yeah. So. 
But again, it's a, you but, know they have a very specific yeah. archetype of yeah. movie they like. I, see, I, know, I didn't see Phantom Thread, so I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they lean towards that. I, I will say this is the most boring. I I I'm, I can't wait for the Oscars. It's my Super Bowl. Well, I think it's the most boring race this year, and I've seen like a, half of. I've seen everything I've wanted. to. Like I said, I've seen five out of the four, and I really don't have much interest yeah, in and, the other ones. And no one, nobody that I follow, none of my peers, nobody mm-hmm. has been like none of my friends have been saying you have to watch Darkest Hour. Yeah, you right. have to see Itanya. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. a couple exactly. people say you, Lady Bird. I've heard a couple people say that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm very curious to see how this goes out. It's either going to be Dunkirk, which, Ebbing, or Get Out. Which now that I've seen some of the stuff that I have, it, it it's depressing that like Florida Project and stuff like that's yeah. not on there because I, I think those are so solid and and they're kind of in the vein that like the Academy likes. And again, I haven't seen these, but I feel like they're probably stronger, yeah. honestly. Where I think three billboards may have it is that Laurie Metcalf could get, uh, is she best actress or best supporting? Best supporting. Oh, yeah. I think they could give it to Lady Bird there for Laurie Metcalf. Yeah. Um, and and feel like, okay, I've made my vote for Lady Bird with that. Um, but, you know, it's, it's always... It's always a surprise, right? I mm-hmm. hated La La Land, and that what took home. Yeah, Marshall million. hated it too. Uh, I think it's Ryan and I's number one favorite. Number one, another split. Yeah, it was like he's like he's the greatest. I love it. It's my favorite, and I said, and I watched. Well, it. the like, Academy the agreed, right? They gave it a lot of love. So. Yeah, they, well, they gave it best picture. Yeah, yeah. for a minute there. <laughs> for, for, one minute. Minute. <laughs> for one minute. All right, guys, let's so. close this motherfucker out. Um, I gotta take a piss. See. <laughs> so let's reason emerges. Let's close this out. This is our long. This is a long podcast. But I think there's a lot to talk about. Holy fuck. A, uh, for the end of the year. I just saw what time it was. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it was a long conversation. Um, so, Ryan, I almost called you cousin Ryan. Cousin Ryan, <laughs> <laughs> Bloodfather, where can they find you? Uh, they find me on the group, Ryan Smith, uh, Adventures in Video Land, bitch. <laughs> uh, they can find me on the group page. I've been trying to post more reviews on there, even if they're just quick little things. And uh, Instagram, Focus Jones. Yeah, find me on the group. Page Jeremy Clifford, um, DCCockSuckers.com. Yeah, I'll, I'll be fighting somebody over a, a Marvel versus DC. <laughs> Spiteful bitching. You know? <laughs> so join the conversation. Join the conversation. Everyone is welcome. Yeah. Dickheads. Dickheads. All right, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's conversation. Uh, you can find us on adventuresofvideoland.com. We're on our uh, we're on Facebook. That's where the conversation begins and ends. We're on the website. We're on Tumblr, Twitter, um, Instagram. Um, if, if you're listening, check out Instagram, man. That's where the history of AV is, man. I've put pictures up there since day one, you know, three years ago. So um, check that out. You've been listening to Criticism in its finest hour. So until next time, my good people, stay black. Stay sausage. <laughs> hashtag what fuck RV? I don't remember the hashtag. What's the hashtag? <laughs> Fuck Spider-Man Homecoming. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag me too.